across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio, Ian Lee. Differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. On air and off the leash. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Jeez, I mean, I don't... I... I don't want to be that guy, but flipping heck, man, this weather's just just utter balls, isn't it? No one likes this. No one likes this. Uh, well, you complain when it's too hot, and you complain when it's too cold. No, I don't. I don't complain when it's cold, because I know what to do in the cold. Put on a jumper and a scarf. So, no, I don't complain when it's too cold, because it can never be too cold. I like the cold. I don't like the heat, because it gives me sweaty balls. Oh, God, right. My balls are sweaty. You know what? You know what, ladies and guys? My balls, they're sweaty balls. And I blame that on Jesus. Jesus and God and the Virgin Mary for making it so goddamn hot. Make my balls sweat. Sweaty balls. Because Jesus, I will not stand for it. 0344-499-1000. That's dramatic music, isn't it? Let's just jump forward a bit and find something a little bit more upbeat there. Um, it's hard to find upbeat loot music but we're gonna really really uh what i turn your computer off i can hear i can hear me coming out of your computer uh yeah thank you what i've not done anything yeah i heard you cu- heard i heard um, me coming out of your computer when i heard it when though just a minute ago before i told you to turn it down i could hear me let's just let's just crack on with this um, let's let's see what we got i mean come on guys Caddick? Hi, Mark. Right, so we're playing a game. What game are we playing? I'm gonna, and if you look at a watch or a clock, I'm going to poke your eyes out. I, um, I've got my back turned. I'm outside. There's no clocks outside. Keep your back turned. I'm going to say ready, steady, go. And then you're going to tell me when you think 60 seconds are up. So okay. far, this is the league table, right? Yeah. And I remember this from yesterday. We had um, Zach. Was Zach under or over? Um, Zach was 48 seconds, right? Um... What's the uh, Kasif? Was it Kasif? He was fifty-nine, and Andre bizarrely was fifty-eight point five seven. Okay, I've been thinking about that. I've been thinking about Andre's time a lot today. I've I've been working all day filming stuff for Loose Women, and I kept messing up my lines. And at one point, the director took me to one side and she said, "Very funny French woman. What are you? Uh, you seem to be distracted. What is wrong?" And I said. This old drunk guy phoned me up last night, and he was he estimated 60 seconds almost spot on, and I can't stop thinking about how he did it. You're going to miss that when you go on the farm. He, I, I will. He must have been looking at a watch. He must have cheated. He must have cheated. No cheating from you, Alan. So I'm going to no. say go, and then I'm going to keep quiet. You can talk if you want. You can count. You can do whatever you want. Um, you've just got to let me know when you think 60 seconds are up. Are you ready? I'm ready. Ready, steady, go. One second, two seconds, three seconds, four seconds, five seconds, six seconds, seven seconds, eight seconds, nine seconds, ten seconds, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, half a minute, thirty-one, thirty-two, thirty-three, thirty-four. 
miles off. That was 51 seconds. Well, that's not bad for first attempt. Well, it's it's pretty bad considering Cassif and Andre, a, a drunk man, um, got it almost spot on. So maybe, pretty, pretty, pretty maybe bad. it's the power of drink. It could be the power. That's the power of booze. Ah, what you got for us, Al? Well, are you just moaning about when it's been so hot? Yes. We've got thunderstorms coming up, buddy. Are you going to moan when we're going to have too much rain? No, it, we're not going to have thunderstorms. We are in Birmingham. No, you're not. Here's my here's my prediction for the weather this week, right? Um, there will be no thunderstorms. There's talk of thunderstorms. There might be a little shower, but it's not going to break. It will not break. So when will the rain come back? Uh, the rain's gonna come at the end of. It's a week at, at least. I would say it's. I would say it's nine days. So around end of July, beginning of August. The, the, yeah, well, no, yeah, sure, the end of next week, yes. Mm, sounds tempting. It does sound tempting, doesn't it, Alan? You ought to be a weatherman, because you need weather for the farm. Yeah, exactly. How are your balls? Mine are hot, sticky and sweaty. Thank you very much indeed. That's Alan Caddick uh, with his ball hot, update. Hot, sticky and sweaty. 0344. Four nine nine one. How are your balls, Catherine? We don't talk about women's Internal. balls enough. Really? Mm. Wowzers! I'd love to. I'd love to. Um, um, I'd love to end this sentence. Let's go to Jack. Good evening, Jack. Hi. Hi, Jack. Oh, hi, hi. Jack. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I said. I didn't mean that. I didn't know I was going to say. I didn't mean that. I said it. And then uh, I like, stopped for a second, uh, and then I like uh, thought, what? And then I was like, what have I done? And then I was like, oh, my God, I've done a joke, and I didn't mean it. Hi, Jack. Hey, Jude. Oh, no, I've done it again. This is nuts. Anyway, what you got? Uh, I have no idea what just happened. What? Sorry, pardon, say this again. But this time I'm going to ask you to try and say it in English for me. I'm sorry, I've been practising Danish for the past ten days. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, I know. I know, yes. It's uh-huh. Uh-huh. So how are you? I'm on top of the world. I'm so tired. I'm so, I've been filming all day. I'm tired. And then I'm up early tomorrow morning, so I'm tired. Um, but uh-huh. I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right, because I'm very excited about going to Manchester on Friday night. We're doing the show from Chelsea's home in Manchester on Friday night. And Saturday, there's four tickets left, guys. Catherine and I will be performing in Manchester. Uh, four tickets left. Go to ianlee.com slash event to see the uh, to see the link to buy the tickets for Manchester. Manchester. Um, and also, on the Saturday lunchtime, we're going to go to um, Jenny McAlpine's restaurant. Annie's um, and the food is going to be served by her husband Chris a guy called Chris is a great guy he's going to do food for us and we're going to work him ragged we're going to make that guy we're going to run him ragged in that shop and uh, he's going to want to give up the food trade because we're uh, we're going to run him ragged there's a there's there's a hair in my my jacket potato that's what I'm going to be saying that's what I'm going to be saying I'm going to bring my own supply of hair Jack to put in the jacket potato Okay, the, the chocolate potato. Chocolate potato? Why, Why does everything end with chocolate? Jack, um, did you start drinking today? Because I've got to be honest, I think you're breaking the law. Uh, drinking? 
No. Have you been fighting? I've been fighting the van. The, the, uh, uh, have you been I'm, Have you been doing a lot of gluing today? I no. Okay, thanks very much for your call. It uh, your call, Jack. Wowzers. Broken Britain. Broken Britain, there, guys. Oh, let's see, let's see, let's go to Chuck Winkle. Good evening, Chuck. <laughs> I got, I gotta say, you're in real good form tonight. Thank you, Chuck. How are your balls? My balls are uh, in my pants. Thank you very okay, much. Okay, and he means trousers. Yeah. Uh, I, I got a song. Have you? Yeah, it's about my my personal hero and uh, the great leader of this free country that we all live in over here in America. It's about Donald Trump. Okay, beautiful. I'd love to hear it. I'll stop the loot but and uh, you're away you go. We're playing. Are I singing now? Do you want to sing now? Well, uh, yeah, uh, you know, if you love me on. You, you're, you're on. Right. So you can sing now if you want, or we can come back. To, I mean, do you want to do it later? No, I can sing it now if you want me, if you're well, ready for me. I'm, I am ready for you. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Where you go. This is Chuck Winkle singing his song about Donald Trump. I'm Donald Trump, did little, little dump, and I'll take a dump, did little, little dump, on people who don't support my cause. I also eat coleslaw on beef burgers, level, level, level them. I feed him, feed him back a bit here, John Wayne. Sorry? They coming back again, <laughs> <laughs> That one's coming in your ear. Um, that was a that was a really great song, uh, uh, Chuck. Excellent uh, effort. Thank you. Alright, uh, Okay, thanks very much. Yeah. Okay, I I get the feeling he was disappointed with that performance, mm. as as was Britain. You're right, Boyley. Yeah, I'm fine. We're both a bit tired, aren't we? God, I miss my mum. I'm so sorry. When did she pass? She didn't. She's gone on holiday. Oh. I was looking after the kids, but oh. me. It's summer holidays, summer holidays really do suck. When do they go Kids back? Kids are watching programs I don't give up. It just honestly, it's relentless, isn't it? Yeah, Gumball oh. they're watching. Uh, this new I, thing I'm called not, the Loud House. I didn't get to see my kids today. It was my eldest's first piano exam, and I, I was really hoping I'd I, I miss. I didn't read the call sheet for today, and I thought I'd be home to go with him to the exam, and I couldn't, and. Um, and he's, he was very nervous. And he, he, I said, how did it go? He said, it was it was good. But I had shaky, really shaky legs. Aww. I said, that's nerves, my baby boy. Um, so I do worry. Let's get serious for a bit. With the divorce and stuff, I've not lived in the same house as the boys for nearly two years. And um, uh, uh, my wife is working a lot at the moment, which is great. Um, and I'm working these silly hours and living in a different home soon, hopefully, next week, to be living quite far significantly further away um and i i I just feel this summer holiday i really feel like i'm not able to uh pull my weight as much as i know i'm taking away to to new york and 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 and, and you know we went kite building yes and so i'm doing stuff but um i just worry that uh, we're putting them in too many clubs at school during do you know what i mean i feel like i'm not doing my dad duty as a summer holiday kind of 
vibe. And right. I'm not there tomorrow. Uh, I'm not there. Well, no, I am there tomorrow. Not there Friday because we're going to Manchester. And, you know, all of yeah, that. Yeah, but kind when of you stuff. get the house, then things are going to change. Yeah, they can. Um, oh, by the way, mm-hmm. um, when I get the uh, house, you know, I'm going to New York for a week. Yeah. Could you pop around and feed my cat? Because uh, it's about an hour away from you. So that would be really great if you could just pop around and feed the cat twice a day. What? What, in the morning? Well, she'll have breakfast. She has breakfast. just like to give her double dinners. Don't be so ridiculous. She, she'll eat it all in one go. Well. You've got to feed her. It's about seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's a bit late. Half seven. Um, and then about 5.15 in the evening. Um, and if you could sit and play with her for an hour each time, that would be great. Is that okay? Thank you so much, Catherine. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Neon lit night talk for torch singers, trolley dollies, and train wrecks like me. Mm. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Stamford in Lancashire, the home of the Stamford Experiment, and speak to Hannah. Good evening, Hannah. I think I can do this minute game. Okay. Well. Oh, okay, what now? Okay. You mean? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Someone's phoned up to volunteer for it. Right. Okay. Um, are you looking at a, um, a watch or a clock or anything? Uh, no. Okay. Right. Um, ready. Steady. Go. One shaggy pony, two shaggy ponies, three shaggy ponies, four shaggy ponies, five shaggy ponies. Thanks for calling. Let's go to Simon. Good evening, Simon. Oh, good evening, both of you. Oh, How sarcastic are. from Simon tonight. Do you hear that, Kath? Good evening. good evening. To both of you, says Simon, my, <laughs> one of my top five callers. You, um, you haven't asked me how my nollocks are. How you what? My nollocks. I'm not interested in yours. I'm only interested in a select few testes, okay. and yours are well, not on the testes list. Well, they're only small, so it doesn't okay. matter. Um, a couple of things. First of all, you know your um, rabbit hole tour. Your, your, you know. Don't t- don't suggest a place for us to go. Because everyone suggests places for us to go where we'll do really, really well, and then we do really, really badly. Like, Edinburgh holds 200 people, we've sold 30 tickets, and now I've got to fork out about 60 quid for posters. So, that's good. So, don't, I don't want anyone with, this is it. Once these tours, these tour dates are done, that's it. Well, look, the reason I'm, I'm bringing it up is because, um, I often hear you talking about, you know, the costs involved. Yeah. Oh. Being nice, you're being nice, man. Simon's going to sponsor I would, us. I would like. Well, I'd like to say that if you did happen to come down my way, oh, Jesus, we're not. I would. Vo- I would volunteer to run you both around and be your taxi. Thanks very much for calling, because that is where the main cost is. He's right. It's when we. It's <laughs> the, the main cost of doing a live show is the driving we do within the town around the theatre. That's the main cost of it. Not the petrol getting there. Not the hotel or Airbnb. Not the um, the posters. Not the hiring of the venue. It's right. It's 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 the the distance from the theatre to the chippy to the hotel and back again. That is where the cost is. And, uh, Simon, I'm being mean. That's a very generous offer. But, uh, no, we're not doing any more shows. We've got, we've, we need to radically rethink. Because, hey, listen, man, you know, maybe people are bored of us. We all know that money is tight. It's too hot. Who wants to think about buying, you know, going and sitting in a tiny little theatre to watch two idiots? 
Um, One idiot. Well, uh, that's don't be so harsh on yourself. I was just trying to be inclusive to make you feel better. Um, but um, it, you know, it would appear that the um, golden goose has had its throat slit, oh. and the blood is seeping out of its uh, wounded neck down its once magnificent white plumed body, and it's now um, bloody. And so um, I think once we've done, here's my thinking anyway. Once we've done Manchester and Edinburgh and Glasgow and um, Bath and uh, Brighton. Yeah, that's probably enough. <laughs> that's enough, isn't it? They're not selling. And that's fine, they're not selling. That's, I don't know, Brighton, actually. I'll send a guy um, a message. But um, I think what we're going to... Uh, what I would like to focus on is the Rabbit Hole TV show, doing that from my new home and working around that and seeing how we can... seeing if we can do something with that for a little bit. We still do the podcast as well. We could, I don't know. I'm just thinking... Just thinking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. So here's the exciting news of the day. This is the biggest news story of the day, and no one has picked up on this. And this isn't even me doing a joke, right? This is the apart from the, the horrific case. And they didn't quite get the story right in the news today on talk radio about the um the the rape of children in the children's home it wasn't it was i the, how i heard it on radio 4 it was a psychiatric hospital for children more specifically than just a children's home and uh, um maybe someone can back me up on this with an actual fact i don't know because i was i was in the back of a cab dozing off um and it happened from like sort of 1950 to about 1975. And these kids with psychiatric issues were um, given what they were calling a truth serum, which basically turns them into zombies, makes them go catatonic. And some of them, get this, were raped whilst wearing straitjackets. Mm. Wowzers. I mean, and I'm listening to this thinking, flip it. And I think the main um, rapist who was, who was questioned under caution died quite a long time ago. I don't know if there are any of the other perverts that were working there or knew about it still alive because it was quite a long time ago. Um, and I think something like they did say in the news report there, 100 um, uh, victims have come forward. 115 witnesses. 115. Am I right? It was a psychiatric yeah, hospital. They didn't mention that in the, in the talk news. In Derbyshire. And, and yeah. I think that's important, I think actually. It is, it, the, that, that person there, that, that witness, that, that survivor, mentioned the um, straitjacket yeah. being used. It's, it's an extra, you know, as if, as if a children's home isn't bad enough. Of course it is. It's not, we're not playing top drums. But it's an extra level of vulnerability yes. and an extra barrier between um the victims speaking out if they're if they are able to and someone believing them because <laughs> okay all right son those kids really are nuts they they think that the good doctor's raping them jeez oh, they really up their dosage that is that kind of vibe. obviously they got mixed up when we're yeah. giving them their treatment yeah so it, it is um it is it is significant and i'm surprised that, that, that they didn't on the talk radio news they didn't mention it was a psychiatric hospital serena wasn't it of course mm. doing it we used to work with at 3cr um, because I do think that is significant and I think it's heartbreaking and it's another thing you know I said the other day that I hate this country I really do I, actually I do hate this country the more I think about it because there are stories like that and people go oh yeah 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 but that ended in 1975 that ended 43 years ago and I bet it's st- that's still going on that is what happened there is still going on somewhere today it's still going on somewhere today and another story I heard yesterday you know um the the um 
anti-corruption. This is insane, right? Just get heavy for a bit, guys, and then we'll we'll talk about sweaty balls and um, we'll play the 60-second game. The anti-corruption department of the Metropolitan Police. Did you hear about this? No. Do you know what they're being investigated for? Not corruption. Yeah, corruption. The anti-corruption department of Metropolitan Police. It's something like, I think three or four cops have been questioned. 24 are kind of uh, are being looked at. They're being involved, they're investigated in corruption, right, um, in terms of covering up Police who've misbehaved. So, so, so bribery. Police involved with bribery. Police involved with child abuse. And the implication was these police officers have been accused of these these crimes. And the anti-corruption department. Why isn't that the front page news? Anti-corruption department of the Metropolitan Police is being investigated for corruption. And people say, oh, well, the police aren't racist anymore and we've all learnt lessons from Hillsborough and all of that. And you go, yeah, yeah, okay, right. I'm sure things are, are better. Things are certainly different, but it's still going on. Not knocking all police. I've got a lot of respect for the police when me and my boys are out and we see police officers, particularly if they've got guns. I will always make a point of saying hello and the police are great and the police have helped me out when my mum got robbed. And, the, you know, the, the, the police, I think a lot of them are great. But there's still, if they're investigating massive levels of corruption from the people that should be protecting us from corruption, that's nuts. This story about these kids in this psychiatric hospital in the, the, the 50s, 60s and 70s. God, it breaks my heart. I heard that and I wanted to cry. That will still be going on somewhere else. This country sucks, man. This country, you know, I'm sure loads of other countries have got all of these things going on as well. But people say, I'm so proud to be British. Proud of what? Proud of what? Proud that kids used to get given a, a drug that made them catatonic and then forced into a straitjacket and raped? The, the most, some of the most vulnerable children that we had in this country. That, we're proud of that. We're proud that our coppers are being investigated again for corruption. Jeez, man. We're proud that, um, that here's, here's my bet. Here's my bet. Go into your bookies tomorrow and put a bet on Brexit not happening. It ain't going to happen. It is, it is collapsing around. It, nothing, nothing. And I, you know, I'd, I'd be glad if Brexit collapsed because I think it's a terrible idea. But it's going to kick off everybody, all the alt-right, all the, the, the extreme left. Everybody's going to kick off. Oh, geez, this country's so miserable. In fact, we should do Brexit. Just get it out of the way. Do it. And then, then it's done. And then maybe we can move on to something else. But everybody is at each other's throats. I, I told Catherine off earlier on just for being annoying. And she was, but she always is. And I should be better than that. And I should be able to rise above that. And today I couldn't. That's why I hate this country, Catherine. That's why I hate this country. So? You better now? I am much better, thank you. Although I'm about to get worse because the next caller is Mo. Oh. 03444991000. Good evening, Mo. One of the reasons, Ian, that why... OK, thanks for calling. Uh, this is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Whispering lunar incantations for cross-parents, um, cross-dressers... Ian, did you know this about me? ...and cross-rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate! The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee... I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. ...on Talk Radio. 
Anyway, those weren't the stories I was talking about. You can call in about anything, by the way. If you're expecting me to ask you a question, dear listener, um, well, if you've been listening for a while, you know I tend not to do that. Um, so if you if you hear anything that we're talking about that you think, oh yeah, I'd like to have, uh, I'd like to have a say on that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand free for most of you pennies at the most. You'll speak to Sam. He'll call you back straight away if there's something that we think you think we should be talking about. Um, you'd be very, very welcome to. But no, here is the biggest story of the day. They've discovered a lake on Mars. You hear this? I did. Oh, this is awesome. They have actually discovered a lake on Mars underneath some ice. And here's what they're going to discover next. A sky remote control. They're going to discover Earth technology on there, like right? A toaster. There'll be a toaster. They'll be like, um, it, they'll either discover like one of the old white iPods or like an iPod, like twenty-three or something. Because my theory is, and I genuinely believe this, right? Chariot of the Gods, Eric von Daniken, and people go, oh yeah, um, loads of that stuff in uh, Chariot of the Gods. Chariot of the Gods, Eric von Daniken was disproven. The guy's a nut. Okay, well, a lot of it hasn't been disproven yet, so why don't you just kiss it, right? My theory is that we lived on Mars millions and millions and millions of years ago, and for some reason, whatever reason that was, um, we were forced, some of us were forced to move to this planet that we call Earth, and it may have been a nuclear war, it may have been um natural disaster it could have it could have been anything it could have been us it could have been climate change for whatever reason we moved to earth um maybe a couple of million years ago uh Catherine, your argument against that always is uh, it sounds like bollocks <laughs> It normally is is slightly <laughs> it normally is slightly more intelligently worded than that. That's the uh, summary of it. Okay, but I genuinely believe this, and here's what's going to happen. That they're going to they found a lake on Mars, right? So life is the life on Mars. Not anymore because we moved here. Say say a million years ago, for, for argument's sake, right? Um, but it means life could be supported on Mars. Okay, this is this is huge. This is actually huge, right? My theory is the next thing they'll discover and it, it it won't come out they won't they won't they won't really they will discover something that is reminiscent of earth technology something that only a biped with opposable thumbulators could make something that will be instantly recognizable to everyone what like loom bands or something could could be loom bands i'm thinking more like a uh, like a Sony Discman um, or um, a Rubik's Snake, but there will be something. They will find something, and I don't know if they'll release it. If it will get leaked, Sam's believing this. Sam's buying into this because Sam's mind is open. Your Sam's mind is young, fresh, virile, pulsating. Okay, well, let's talk thrusting. to Sam after five years of working with this. And your mind is is old. Yeah dirty shriveled ha- shriveled yeah. haggard mm-hmm. um battered de- decrepit um and useless that's your mind well that's your mind well, draw the line that's useless. your mind um so let's yeah that you're right chris chris on youtube says they might find a soda stream they might do they just might do is anyone still i don't want to do the whole hey do you guys remember but people still people still have 
soda streams. Why would you have a soda stream when you can buy it? Because you had soda streams in the 70s because you couldn't really buy fizzy pop anywhere. And also, we were used to crap pop then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you couldn't really buy pop in many places apart from the news agents or freezer fare. Um, and then you don't you didn't get many types of pop. No. And it was it was pricey. But so you had a soda stream so you could do all this stuff. But but do people still have them? Because you can get pop dirt cheap now. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Let's go to Seb. Good evening, Seb. Good evening. I've got a soda stream. Shut your face. Have you? Oh, yeah. Have you really? Yeah, two reasons. One, yeah, yeah. the sugar tax, obviously. Oh, he's avoiding the sh- This guy's a genius. Yes, Seb, well done, mate. Player. The second, the second, cheap white wine tastes like really nice Prosecco. Oh. <laughs> he's making his own you're bootleg missing, champagne. Course, <laughs> you're missing, of course, three, get busy with the fizzy. Uh, of course. So hang on a minute. How much, because we would use it way beyond the air canister. You know, the air canister would be dead yeah. for like six months and we'd still be using it. <laughs> So how much how much does this, how much does the old um, SS setup start uh, start at? Pretty cheap, thirty quid, forty quid. Wowzers! Oh. I'm enjoying that. Have you ever? And I'm going to ask you. How old are you, Seb? Thirty. Right. Okay. Then you. Pro- the answer to this is yes. Have you ever fizzed up your whiz? <laughs> Have you ever weed into a glass and soda streamed it? No, but I'm going to tonight when I go. Yes, man. Have you? No, no, but because I, di- I, I didn't have a soda stream after the age of, of nine. But if I had one now in my new house, that'd be the first thing I'd do, and then I'd serve you some Fanta, homemade I'm Fanta. Ready. You're horrible. Oh, Seb, that's oh, well, that's great. Uh, what have you got for us, Seb? A bit of sugar. Bit of sugar. Um, Seb, I've got a question for you. I, I've been I've been thinking about calling you for a couple of days about this uh, for you and Claire. Hmm. But uh, I've, I kind of didn't want to, but then. The, the, cho- the conversation about the children from 30 years ago. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll ask. Is grooming still grooming if it's for late teenagers, a.k.a. over the age of consent? Hang on a minute. Is, 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 say that again. Say that again. Because that, l- that was a lot of... There were a lot of trigger words in there. And that was a big yeah. old sentence. So say it again. Is grooming still grooming if it's over the age of consent, but like late teens? Uh, or any age, I guess. But well, well, yes. Yeah, okay. You, you, well, no. In as much, well, that's the short answer. I think, in as much as it is, it is very possible, and dare I say it, to some people, very easy to over a period of time manipulate someone into into having sex with you, whether they want to or not. Do you, do you, do you yeah. see what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, you, you, hang on, Catherine's pulling. pulling uh, well, I'd, uh, not whether they want to or not, but when they wouldn't ordinarily. Okay, that's your definition. I, I don't think whether they want to or not. I don't think you can manipulate them into having sex with you if they don't want to. Of course you can. That's of course you can. Well, do you, hang, hang on a minute. Of course you can. That's grooming. No. Well, well, where's the manipulation then? You might as well not bother. They still don't want to have sex with you. No, but that. But you no, make them think they no, want no, to have no, sex but, with you. No, no, no. So you're saying that you're saying that kids when they're groomed will always want oh, to have no, sex. Oh no, I thought you were talking about people over the. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. I thought you were talking about... Right, okay. We are talking about people over the age of 18. I'm, yeah, I'm talking about late teens. But, but so if kids can be groomed to have sex with you, and sometimes they will be groomed to a point of where they want to, and sometimes they will be groomed to a point where they still don't they want to, They feel obliged to, right. Uh, then surely that definition could apply to people over the age of 16. 16 is the age of consent. Right, okay. That, couldn't yeah. it? Where you, you could, you could um, through 
um, coercion, manipulation, threats, bribery. You could persuade someone to have sex with you willingly, but also you could possibly you could probably persuade someone to have sex with you even if they didn't want to have sex with you. Okay, I get you. Do you, does that make? Does so that make? Have I explained that better? Yes. Yeah, so, so then the question is: Yes. Would you still consider it grooming or sexual grooming if it wasn't for sex, what? but for kind of sexual? conversation and images and what the hell have uh, you been up to seb no not what i've been up to oh but I'm, and i'm not going to name any names no no don't name any names i'm, I'm no, intrigued no, we're, all, we're all drawing closer not. to the microphones go no. on oh absolutely um i've been following a uh drama going on uh of a youtube family okay don't say any more who... th- th- don't say any more that oh, could well, potentially give us we, right, we, we wouldn't say any names no 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 say, any more detail. But, but, but be, as, be, as va- be, as, be as stay as vague as that, because I don't want any more detail about the, these people. No. But but you're you're what um, you're you're seeing this kind of happen, are you? Oh no. We're, we're, well, what's what's been happening is we've there's been lots of teenage girls, um, sixteen and over, who have who have uh, been in contact with the father of this family. Yes. And who's like mid thirties. And is building up their self-esteem, trying to be really nice to these girls in their DMs, being a little bit flirty, being a little bit cheeky. And then maybe, and maybe kind of every so often when they're on holiday at a uh, American theme park that's very magical, might say, oh, we're here as well. Do you fancy going skinny dipping at midnight? Oh, wow. Well, okay. We, we're kind of going to have a little semantics war here, and I don't mind that. I, I, I would. So is this guy? And again, I don't want any descriptive things. In in this world, is this guy quite famous? This kind of YouTube world. Has, um, has he got a following? Would you say? Would you say? Would you say that the um, the family as a unit having over a million subscribers okay, on YouTube all right, being fine, famous? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, is that grooming, or is that a manipulation of celebrity? I think it's certainly predatory. Predatory, and um, um, I think it's um, uh, exploitative. Exploitative, but also it's thought through, and it seems to be if if you, what you're saying is right, and it's happening the same pattern over and over again. Yeah. With 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 girls that of. of Admittedly, themselves, then there's been a vulnerable, vulnerable position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down it, on themselves, it's, um, reaching out to it's, ex- it's ex- exploitation, and it is, yeah. it's that. It's um, calculated. It is that thing of, it's like a teacher pupil, it's a pop star and a fan, it's, it's power. Mm. It's yeah. power. There's a power imbalance there that makes it um, not right. Gosh, Seb! Um, so, well, hang on a second then. If we follow the logic of everybody that, that pointed the finger at anyone who worked at the BBC and didn't report <laughs> it, didn't, and it happened, I got it. I wasn't even at the BBC. The people that didn't report Jimmy Savile at the time, it was all our fault because we all knew. Um, what, if anything, are you going to do? I don't know, hence the phone call. Um, you could always send me a confidential email if you felt that would, uh, you know, because I am intrigued, um, and it would be interesting I, I to look like into. I feel like you would, because um, the, the, the biggest punctuation on this, it's been going on for about a month now, right. and again, without saying a name, the biggest punctuation on this is 
after the wife has deleted. All right, the, 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 don't say, I don't say anymore, just because I'm worried if you, you, you're going to no, say no, something. No, 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 no but Seb, 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 no, you're not, because we're getting a little bit close to something that some people might be able to identify. So let's say no more. Um, send me an email, and I, you know, I'm not saying I can do anything about it, but I'll oh. certainly have a little look into it. Can I, can I, can I tell Sam something that can tell you guys off air? Because yeah, it's yeah, of course you do. The, put, it's uh, the one piece of information all right. that you will die for. Okay, gosh, okay, I'll put you back to Seb. Here's the thing. Yeah, to Sam, sorry, not Sam, you're Seb. Those girls may not, well, obviously don't know about each other. Oh, maybe they do if if he knows. If it's if it's he's talking about DMs, so we 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 have to take everything with a big question mark because we don't we don't know who it is. We don't know how true it is. I've got no no idea. And if Seb is, Seb's side of the story. Seb is a plant to phone up. He's got a, got a grudge against someone. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it's intriguing. But yeah, um, uh, 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 age and celebrity uh, of any kind, whether it's TV, pop, YouTube, whatever. Um, it can be used to exploit and to manipulate and to coerce and to bully and to um to you know get even if it's not getting physical sexual encounters online sexual encounters are still just as bad anyway um did you get that okay well we're going to go to a little break seb thank you very much for that ian at ianlee.com if you want to send me an email dredge and craig stay there this is the late night alternative on talk radio more little musings from mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. Um, 03444991000 is the telephone number. Let's go to Dredge. Good evening, Dredge. Hey, that's my first word. What is this onion museum you sent me a thing about? <laughs> what is that? Well, no, I, I heard that you said uh, yesterday that your kids thought it was funny that there was a song about garlic mashed potatoes or something. Oh, um, garlic mashed potatoes, yeah. So yeah. then I saw this thing today that you should, which said garlic farm yeah. uh, for all your garlic needs. And I don't know, I just thought of you. I'm on the Isle of Wight. Um, do you need help? Can we can we can we send um, a SWAT team, the Marines? No, no, no. It's nice over here. It's very very nice. But, it is, um, it is nice, Yalu. I bet with this weather, it's um, it's wonderful. Well, it's better than being in London, isn't it? Oh, is it? What's it like back there? Pretty pretty awful. Yeah, it's like it's like London. It's like London, but just much much hotter. Yeah, that sounds horrendous. Yeah. But what, what you were saying about um, English people being miserable, even though it's a stereotype, I think it is true. Yeah. Um, because, um, I mean, I got here, I'm on holiday, and uh, I was just, like, looking out over the the sea, you know, the beautiful skies, the lovely beaches. Yeah. And some woman just came up to me and said, not much of a bus service here, and walked off. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Did, why did she pick you? Did, you didn't have one of those <laughs> ticket machines, did you? Around your, I know you collect those. I don't know, but I mean, you know, they do have those uh, old-fashioned type things wow. here, which is great. And then someone else, I went on the um, Isle of Wight steam railway, and I got on there. It was really nice. I was like looking out the window, going through this lovely countryside on an old, old steam train. I got off, and the guard came up to me and said, "Had enough, have you?" Wow. No. But I think they no. are. I've been to the Isle of Wight um, the first time was this year. And I was only there for a day, and I, 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 I was there for about four hours doing some filming, and I, I quite enjoyed it. But it is like stepping back into the 1950s there, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something. I was only there for a few hours, and I was on the ferry, and I got uh, picked up from the ferry, and I went to a, a, uh, drove through a sort of bit of the town and stuff, then went to a caravan park, then came back. I did not see one black face. Now, what, what do we draw from that? I don't know. There's loads of areas where you do not see uh, any people of colour, but but uh, just on an island, and the buildings are very kind of like forties, fifties, and the, the the shop fronts are very fifties. It just felt. You know, like a big well, old racist island is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it felt racist there, right? Well, it is called the Isle of Wight. I shouldn't have said that. There we go. <laughs> can I just move on from that? Because, yep. I mean, it is so laid back here. They've only got second class stamps. That, yeah. that isn't actually a joke. Wow, that does sound like you've, done, you've been on a stand-up course and you learned how to write a gag. £30. <laughs> but, um, no, it was like I went to the show, asked for a postcard. The woman only had second class stamps. I thought that was brilliant. But not that bothered about getting it anywhere, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or quite laid back. Um, So so how long are you there for, man? How long does a holiday on the Isle of Wight last these days? (laughs) Well, uh, I'm coming back sadly on Friday. So you've been um, there, what, two months? Uh, No, just a week. Just a week, and you're ready, you're so bored that you're phoning us up. I'm phoning... No, this is like my report from, well, overseas in a way. Okay, well, then then you're just in time for our 60-second game, Okay. I'm okay, going to say ready, steady, go, and you have to tell me. Don't look, don't look at your watch, right, or I'll kill you. Is it? Is this just a minute for the, you no. know, the new generation? No, be quiet, listen to the rules. So don't look at a watch or a clock, and you've These got, to, or, or anything with a, that's got a timepiece on it, you have to tell me when you think 60 seconds are up, okay? Okay. Ready, steady, go. Yep. Andre was within just over one second of this yesterday. Andre. It's in, it was an incre- the most incredible bit of radio I've ever been involved with. And very haphazard counting. He started about 20 seconds in, and he got You're it spot me on. Me he got 58.57 seconds. This is harder than it uh, appears. Uh, maybe I should have something to drink. 31. It's uh, <laughs> a lot like Andre's counting. <laughs> is it? Oh God! Forty-one, thirteen. Carry the four. <laughs> you idiot! Fifty. It's coming up. It's coming up. Any any second. It's coming up. Any minute. Any not not any minute. Any any seconds. Right, a minute. <laughs> is, is that it? it? Finished. Right, right. The end. Are you, is everyone winding me up? Is everyone winding me up with this game? Because I think this is a fun little game that, that, that teaches us a lot about ourselves as humans, as, as human beings, and about psychology. Are you winding me up, Dredge? That's another clock reference. No. Fifty-nine point two six. He's in the lead. It's witchcraft. I'm in the lead. Every time you said thirty-one seconds, spot on. Forty-two seconds, really? you spot on. Fifty-nine point two six seconds. Wow. Thank you. What? No, 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 sir. Thank you. It's a pleasure <laughs> to be so close to greatness. Wow. Do you know what else he was right about? Yeah, go on. The Isle of Wight. It's racist. 97.3% white. Yes. 1.1% Asian. 0.2% black. Yes, ma'am. Well done, Dredge. Living the dream. Dredge is living the dream, you dirty old racist. Well done, Dredge. 
Greg's our most <laughs> racist caller now that the other one's in, in prison. Uh, our most racist caller and our most accurate when it comes to guessing 60 seconds. Dredge, I'm proud to be the same race as you, brother. You. Thanks for calling. <laughs> 59.26. How the flipping heck did he do that? I smell shenanigans. <laughs> is he? Is he? Is he? A racist wouldn't wouldn't do shenanigans. Racists are very punctual. We know this. Yeah, it's true, actually. Um, good evening, Craig. Good evening, Ian. And what have you got for us tonight, Craig, sir? Um, well, I'm supposed to be doing my timesheets, but I, I'm, I'm using you as a wound distraction. Oh, you so, sent yeah. us... Did you send us a little text? Yeah. Hang on a minute. Yeah. Someone's... The phone's... Something's going to happen. Um, oh, yeah, I wanted to work with you, Craig, in Oxford. Can you spell? Could you do me a favour? Could you spell my name properly, please? I'm sorry. Oh, mate! <laughs> oh, and he sent us a very, very nice text. Very nice text. Really nice text. Okay, well. But he spelt my name wrong, wasn't well, it, Catherine? From now on, Craig, we're spelling your name C R A G E. Okay, I was going to spell it, but anyway, let's not even go there. That's rude, disrespectful that's to the man. Enough. You're doing that's your timesheets, man. How's that going? Oh, it sucks. He said but sucks. My, he said sucks. <laughs> yeah, one of my friends spells my name C W A Y G. Oh, Quake. Quake. Yeah. Quake. Yeah. Um, I thought I'd try and get involved. So people are suggesting stupid songs. Well, uh, they what? seem to be stupid songs. What? Stupid songs? So, Pourquoi? <laughs> Yati? Yeah. Thanks at all. There's a guy called Nick Cope on YouTube does songs for children. Oh, yeah. Um, that my boy listens to, and he's got one that tickles me called The Baby's Done a Poo. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> Poos will never not be funny. Poos and farts. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, it's, it's so base. It's so childish. Yeah, it is. Fu- the human body is stupid and funny. You know why? Because ah. it's anarchy. You yeah. never know where one's going to land. And, it, you know, all the structures are bro- literally broken down. Yep. Society. Politeness is out the window. It's mayhem. That's why people love poo. Definitely. Um, and I was listening to your um, your grooming chat, and uh, I don't know if this counts as a grooming story. Okay. Um, but unfortunately, wearing girls down is sometimes the only tactic some blokes have. Well, no, um, no, no, they oh, don't. No, they don't. I know okay, you're doing please. a joke, but you got it. You no, can't. No, no. You, you can't. But, but, we're, but no, wearing wearing them down isn't. That's not. You know. Although you, know. you watch an eighties movie, it is an mo for a lot of the romantic leads in that. Yeah, it is. But I just kind of think, you know, if a girl says no, or you know, you can tell when a girl. You can tell. Hey, would you like to go out for a drink? No. Yeah, that's like a no, but it, you know you, you gotta get no. yeah, the little coy, and I felt reluctant to say it in case I sounded a bit rapey, but you did it, so thank you. The girl goes, oh, well, no, I, no, you know, they, they, you know, there's a yeah, but some blokes think that they're reading that when they're not. Correct, absolutely correct. And you know, women should stop playing the game as well. Yeah. But the problem is that that's the way we've been brought up. Yeah. Don't be too available. Yeah. Don't say yes straight away. You're, um, you've got to be elusive. You've got to be the prize. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and men have been taught from when, we, you know, look at 80s movies, standing outside a house with a ghetto blaster to try and, yeah. you know, get her attention, all that sort of stuff when someone's, you know, dumped you or whatever. Romantic. Yeah. Actually, probably a bit much now. Well, uh, well I worked in a hotel, and this, this story is borderline stalker. Okay, yeah, you keep saying that as though that's you keep saying that as though that's a fun aspect of a conversation. Well, okay, from from the outside, right, okay. it, it's, it 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 was amusing. Um, the guy worked in the kitchen. The girl worked on the reception area. She was 
absolutely not interested. Turned him down repeatedly. Okay. He clean filmed her car shut. He used to bring her oh, little God. treats up from the kitchen. Oh, um, you know, it, it, it was borderline pathetic. Well, um, but he kept persevering and persevering and persevering. Yeah. She was not interested, and now they're married. So. Well, yeah. Well, then something tells me she was interested at some point. Yeah. I, I think know. she just gave up. Is, well, I don't she think Craig. I, no, I don't. I don't think women just give up. I don't think they just give up. I'm. Um, I'm gonna um, never date again uh, because it just seems like such a faff. I'm gonna be really. I'm really gonna hone my PlayStation and Netflix skills. I think is what I'm gonna do. That's gonna be the rest of my life. Craig, thank you very much for that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We both winced a bit there. We well, both. it's just the messing with a car thing. Yeah. Sent a bit of flags for me, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Um, I get the feeling that, that the story was more subtle than I it was I get that feeling that the story was a little bit more subtle than um, than that. But thank you very much, Craig. People, imagine people like Craig is doing work now. Just put the kids to bed. It's late at night. It's hot. And all you want to do... Has anyone actually slept properly in this seat i've not had a proper night's sleep for about 10 days 10 nights 10 days and nights just just can't i think my body my shoulder still hurts a bit but i think my um body has forgotten how to sleep guys forgotten how to sleep although i think we have a better chance going to bed at the time we in- yeah, individually get home it's cooler but then when the light cut when the light breaks through oh and i say i'm gonna be up tomorrow about quarter to eight Oh, guys, thanks a lot. Also, you know, kids, um, at some point, I'm hoping, will turn into, you know, adolescents who I have to drag from their beds, kicking and screaming at some point. Not not literally, that would be terrible. Yeah. But I will have to say, come on, it's two o'clock in the afternoon, let's, do, let's go and do something. Yeah. When will that happen, please? Because I could really do with the lion. Eight o'clock is... They're already up and about by eight o'clock. They're already ready to go. I'm quite happy on a day like tomorrow to have the first hour of me up, sort of dozing on the sofa a bit, letting them watch a bit of telly, playing a bit of Xbox for an hour. Then we'll then we'll kind of do something, and then they've, I mean, they've got sports club tomorrow, um, you know. So I, I, most of the day I can go back to the flat and finish my packing at the flat, and hopefully, oh, flipping it right. You know, I cracked the sink. Right, yes. I cracked the sink. My aftershave fell on the sink and cracked it. So I got one of those kits to um, to fix it. Where you get like you mix up a, like a sort of cement paste and you smear it in the crack and then you sand it down, right? And that looked awful. But then you spray over it. It looked all right, didn't it? You came and saw it and you went, I think you might get away with yeah. this. As long as they don't touch it or examine or turn the it, light on. turn the light on, you might get away with it, right? So then a couple of days later, I had a shave in there and I filled it up with water. All the paint just kind of came off. But so but some of the paint stayed on, but loads of paint came off. So now there's a sink, dirty sink, and there's like a massive fresh white sort of orb there that takes up about a third of the sink. And I've bleached the rest of the sink. How does that possibly... So So the crack is still covered. The crack is still covered. But you've got like a sort of glaze. Yeah, but loads of the paint came off. So what I need to do, is there a plumber who lives in Slough that will just fit a new sink for me for like, I'll give you 50 quid cash. Uh, Of course I won't. I will do it through the books and pay the the taxes. Is there a plumber that can do it? Because you know what these 
these these letting agents are like that's that'll be my whole two month deposit so two month is uh that's 1500 quid i mean it's, 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 that 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 whole deposit's going to go well you you damage the sink okay I, well you can get a sink for what 70 quid you, you pay someone 100 quid to do it 170 quid i'll pay that well you know no is it so that's going to cost me a fortune i mean i cannot wait to get out of this seriously the most depressing place i've ever lived in and i've lived in some dumps but now they're going to sting me for the deposit Oh. oh, 0344 499 1000. The switchboard is empty. We've got another two hours to go. This is the Late Night Alternative. Weeknights from 10 with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. What is happening and how have you been? Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da
Arthur Lee and Love. It's got the best. In the psych, you know, he was friends with Jimi Hendrix, right? And it's got in, in the era of psychedelia, '68. That was, I think. And, you know, everyone's doing these. This has got the best guitar soloing. Can I play the guitar solo again? It's around about here. Listen to this guitar solo. When I leave, no, you. Let me find it. You just can't make the Let me find it. Uh, oh, come on, man. Where are you? It could be something. It's worth it. Let's go. There we go. No, that's not it. Give bear with me. Bear with me. Sorry. This is why I'm single, by the way. Here we go. This is why I'm single. It's not the only reason. <laughs> no, you should be able to smell the other reason. Anyway. <laughs> I can. Oh. Hang on. Um. Here we go. Here we go. It's not even a guitar solo, but let's listen. What a great bit. Is that a trumpet? Well. Yeah, trumpet solo. <laughs> <laughs> Now, what? Go, go out and buy Forever Change. Stop listening to this rubbish. Stop listening to this crap, right? It's, it's, it's some old has been and an up and coming young producer stroke presenter who's going to be a star in our own right one day, and you're going to forget this guy's name. Stop listening to this rubbish. Go out, go out now and buy uh, Forever Changes by Love. Steal it. Go to an illegal website. Pay for it on iTunes. Go, go and listen to that on repeat. Over, you'll, you'll get more out of that. That whole album, what is it, 38 minutes? You'll get more out of that tonight listening to that two or three times in a row that with the windows open and you are listening to this crap i'm going to do a story now about billy joel and elton john oh i heard about that yeah you don't listen to that go and listen to forever changes seriously it will change your freaking lives kids music can still change your lives albums albums baby albums it's where it's at it can change your life so it's the 70th anniversary of albums. Oh. Yeah. So an odd one. 70th anniversary. And I did some digging. And the first ever album released was Brothers in Arms by Dire Straits. Um, so the BBC, of course, are milking it and are doing, uh, um, what's your favourite What's your favorite album? Oh, get lost, BBC. Kiss, Kiss, Kiss My Ass is, uh, is a great album. And uh, But 70 years... Of albums, and it wasn't until kind of Sergeant Pepper. I don't want to say Sergeant Pepper because it, I don't think it was it was, but it was around sixty six, sixty seven. Until then, it was all about singles. It was all about the single, right? And uh, it was all about the single, and the album wasn't that important. And the Beatles were one of the first groups where they went. Actually, let's try and make the albums as good as we can. Because what, what would happen, particularly in America in the 50s and 60s, you'd have a hit single, big single, you'd have a follow-up single that was not quite as big, and you'd go, right, we've got two songs, we need another 12. Can you go in and record 12 songs this afternoon, please, and we'll put them out as an album? Then we can sell those two hit singles for a second time. And, uh, and the, the Beatles kind of pushed back against that a bit, but it wasn't until Pet Sounds, in fact. Pet Sounds was the one where Brian Wilson went, hmm... Wouldn't it be good if we could do an album where every song was great? 
every song earned its like if we could do an album that was like a greatest hits but it was a new album i don't think pet sounds quite did it i don't buy into the pet sounds myth i i, I enjoy some of the tracks from it some of it i just feel it, it doesn't it doesn't really strike the right chord with me uh, but but that was the turning point, sort of 60, 65, 66, 65 maybe with Rubber Soul, 66. Um, and uh, but people started going, well, hey, maybe maybe albums can be an expressive art form in the cells. You've got, you got uh, you know, 38 minutes, 40 minutes as opposed to two and a half minutes. And you know, up until, up until Sgt. Pepper, all the Beatles albums that were released in America were different to the ones that were released over here. Because, again, Amer- uh, Capit- Capitol Records, who did the Beatles records, went, hmm, so we've got 12 songs on this album. What if we kept two or three back, put out an album with nine or ten songs, and then put these out on an EP? And they basically, for each album, they would take a couple of tracks, then they'd release, with the, the leftover tracks, they'd release a brand new album. And so here's, this is boring, but what the hell? It's not boring. This is important. This is your pop cultural history, guys. So this isn't boring. So pay attention at the back. This is important because no one picks up on this point. No one. Go on. I'm the only person to have picked up on this point. This which, is a hot take. This is a hot take. No one's picked up on this point ever, ever, right? The inspiration for Pet Sounds, which some say is the greatest album of all time, it's not... Okay, it's not, for God's sakes. Some, but the inspiration for Pet Sounds was Catherine. Don't know. The Beatles album Rubber Soul, right? right? Which is a great, it's a great album. Drive my car. Um, it's Norwegian Wood on Rubber Soul, I think it is. Run for your life. Terrible song about domestic abuse. Um, all of this, right, and Brian Wilson goes, well, you know, um. I would sit there and I would be listening to um, uh, Rubber Soul by the Beatles and it would uh, be smoking dope and it would blow my mind. And I go, we got to do an album as great as that. It's got a real folky sound to it. It's a, it's a complete album. He wasn't listening to Rubber Soul. He was listening to the American version of Rubber Soul, uh, which is a completely, not completely, which is a significantly different album to the Rubber Soul that we all, all know and love. All the Rocky tunes were taken off the American Rubber Soul. It's a folk album. Wow. It's a folk album. No one's picked up on this except for me. So everyone go, oh yeah, Rubber Soul influenced. Uh, no, the bastardized Capitol American release of Rubber Soul influenced Brian Wilson to do Pet Sounds. So he's got his influence is completely ass about it. Ian, sorry for the bad language. I'm just so passionate about thank pop you. music. Thank you for putting that into the world. It's about time people listened. No one has ever said it. And I'm going, guys, he's listening to a different record. He's listening to a completely different record. Oh, it makes me so angry. And yet, mm. it makes you feel so superior. It does, actually. Thank Delicious. you. I look forward to seeing that theory pop- popping up or plopping up on forums and probably in a book and in a documentary at some point. No one picks up on that. It really annoys me. Oh, Jay Aston's poorly. Yeah. Jay Aston's had mouth cancer, which is a which is a really nasty cancer. Uh, you know, it, it, as, if there's, as if there's a really lovely one, but it's quite a, a, a vir- virulent. Did I use that word in the right context? Okay. It's quite a virulent. Why can't I say? Virulent. V- no, it's not virulent. It is. It. No, it's not. It's virulent. It's is not it? Virulent. Right. Let's get the speech. Hang on. Let's get the virulent. Spe- 
virulent pronounce pronounce audio. Okay, let's, let's find out. Let's find out how to pronounce virulent. Okay. Well, you spell it virulent. There we go. There we go. There we go. Hello. Virulent. Hello. That's American. How to how English. It's not got an eye in it. Uh, After the R. It's not got what? It's, it's not virulent. It's got a U in it? Yeah, virulent. Virulent. Where, where, where's this virulent coming from? It's coming from there! Oh! And it's going up there! Oh, that argument. That double pronged argument. Yes! Don't be so silly, cat! <laughs> Getting him to say it doesn't make it true. <laughs> but it makes it cute and more believable. Um. So, so Jay Aston's I had this. Was... We're talking about a woman with cancer, so just a bit of respect. She's had, Jay Aston, of course, from Bucks Fizz, or The Fizz, as they're called now. And I love Bucks Fizz, or The Fizz, as they're called now. And they are um, four of the nicest, uh, 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 honestly, the nicest people in show business. Um, so I, we, the late night alternative, and I'm speaking for every listener here, sends Jay Aston. Um, she's had the operation, and I think she's, she's, you know, on the other side of it now. But it's a nasty one. And they have to take away, I think, I don't know specifically for her, but I, I, I'm aware of someone else who had the treatment. They have to cut out quite a lot of the old mouth and tongue and stuff. Mm. And for a singer particularly, it makes speaking very difficult. But for a singer, that is um, that's a tough one to come back from. So, you know, best of luck to her and... Um, you know, sending out good vibes, guys. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is the virulent late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine on Talk Radio. The late night lip service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already. Excuse me. On Talk Radio. So John is an idiot. Phone up, John. You troll. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So there's no way Brian Wilson may have toured the United Kingdom and picked up a copy of Rubber Soul in England. Your theory is rather flawed, brother. Namaste. Well, your theory is bullshine because uh, the Beach Boys uh, toured the UK in 1964 and they toured the UK in 1967. They didn't tour in between. So, so that theory is out. Yeah, sure. It's possible that he could have got um, the British version of it. But if you go and do a little bit of digging, mate, go and do a little bit of digging, you'll find out that no. He had the Capitol Records version of it. Thanks very much for paying attention, John. Kiss my... I don't listen. I don't just say stuff for the sake of saying stuff. I do sometimes, actually. But that I mean, theory... You do, you do quite often. I, I, do, I do a lot. There's, there's no denying that. But that theory is, uh, is rock solid, mate. So uh, you can get stuffed. Uh, by the way, someone just tweeted me, then deleted... If you know so much about guitar music, why don't you mention Rory Gallagher? I bet you don't even know who he is. The Irish guitarist? Yeah, I do. So kiss it. They've deleted their tweets. And then um, Legally Mad 66 says, I just can't see any good in the tunes you play, man. Why don't you go and get stuffed? If you can't see any good in anything from Forever Changes, then you are dead to me and your soul is dead. Catherine, what have you got? Well, Willies. apparently, yep. it's not what I've got. It's what you lot have got. It's what you weren't. Uh, I take that back. That was that was beyond the pair. That was um, that was offensive. That was I'm offensive. sorry. Um, that is that was f- offensive. And you're the one drinking from a mug that says "I love sausage." That was offensive, and it was beneath me. <laughs> so I mean, the apolo- that one. I mean the apology, but it's always great when you can get a second gag out of an apology. It really just makes it sweet. Soaring temperatures are giving men summer penises. Doctors confirm the heat wave. Summer penis having a blast. Summer penis no, straight up. No. My... I knew you were going there. 
Doctors confirm the heat wave is having a positive effect on the size of male Come on, genitals. Sam, you have more fun than this than you do on James Well or any of those other crappy shows that they when you fill in on Julia Hartley Brewer. There's no way in there is, she wouldn't do a summer loving spoof like that just off the cuff. Sorry, Catherine, I'm going to be quiet. You're doing the thing. I'm being quiet. Shush. Zip. The heat wave is giving men, and this is by. The senior health reporter for Mail Online, so she knows her onions, yeah. Alexandra Thompson. Yeah. The heat wave is giving men summer penises, males claim. Wow. One man asked users of an online forum if, hang on, this is senior health reporter. She seems to have found this on an online forum. Okay, I'll go with it. One man asked users of an online forum if anyone else's genitals grow during the summer months. Many men were quick to respond that soaring temperatures cause their penises to appear larger, their erections better, and make them into showers instead of growers. (laughs) (laughs) So because she's the health um, editor, she's not just going to take these online boasts. She's not going to take this lying down. She's gone to the professionals. Doctors confirm summer penises do exist, with one saying, Sweating and drinking more water makes male sexual organs appear bloated. Oh, my God. I can't quite get these to play on time, but I'm doing my best. Get story, this name. Story of my life. This guy sounds like he's from a specialist film. Dr. Hugh Boner. <laughs> Dr. Dudley Danoff. <laughs> Author of The Ultimate Guide to Male Sexual Health. Believes hot temperatures cause give it a, give it a, give it a good wipe down with a flannel. Oh my God. Believes hot <laughs> believes <laughs> hot temperatures cause blood vessels to widen and penises to swell. Adding, there's a reason people don't take honeymoons to the North Pole. <laughs> He's that's a bit racist. He's saying Eskimos have tiny dinkles. Writing on Reddit, one user asked others if they experienced bigger D's in summer and smaller in winter. <laughs> He questioned whether heat improves blood flow to the sexual organs. Many users responded to his post. She's just saying the same thing again. She's obviously enjoying writing penises. Claiming penises, as much as I'm enjoying saying it, penises enlarge during hot temperatures. It's nice to roll a penis around in your mouth. (laughs) Many users responded to his post, claiming penises enlarge during hot temperatures as part... part of your body trying to regulate ideal temperatures what another said this only happens through his testicles (laughs) with warm weather causing them to and i quote (laughs) get to my knee (laughs) oh right she's back to the science part okay good i want some horny science doctor i mean again this is (laughs) a Urologist, Dr. Jamin Brabat. Jamin? <laughs> Wowzers. From the PUR Clinic, Florida, argues, he's arguing. Yeah, Men's on. penises always remain the same size regardless of the weather, but adds that blood vessels near the organ's surface, surface may contract to maintain heat. Killjoy. Boring. Yeah. Back to Dr. Donald, who's more fun. Tinkle. 
Dr. Dunoff claims hot weather may cause blood vessels to fill to the max with blood, making erect penises <laughs> appear larger. He told Mail Magazine, there's a reason why a hot tub is attractive for romance. I've got no control over these. All right. While we're here, do you want to hear one about um, pegasms? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's the art. That was just a you're, you're lucky I remembered while you were reading that story that it's a, sl- a sw- slide whistle that makes that sound, not a duck whistle, which is what I originally typed into YouTube. <laughs> you would have had, oh, you would have had. <laughs> that's what you oh, would have had. Yeah. It happens to a lot of people. I know. That this comes after another Reddit post. Reddit is where it's at for science, apparently. Yeah. Oh. Revealed that women are giving themselves. Pegasms. Okay. Fans claim they achieve solo <laughs> orgasms. <laughs> don't know what that was. By urinating after holding it in. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's a very regular duck, isn't it? A man asked users of the on. I bet it's the same man, pervert. <laughs> A man asked users of the online forum if they also have so-called... <laughs> oh, no! A biddly biddly bong. Pee shivers after his girlfriend told him releasing pent-up urine causes to her to experience shivers from her spine to her head. Gosh. It's disgusting. So people's relationships. Many women were quick to reply that the technique creates a whole body massage. No, I totally disagree with sex with a robot. You should. Yet doctors are warning the trend could lead to painful urinary infections that may cause kidney damage. So pack it in. It's disgusting. So hang on. So they what? What they? So they need a pee, then they have it off, and then they have a pee. No, 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 they no. They pee no, while no. they're having it off. to do with having it off. So you hold it in for as long as you can, and then when you go, it's such a release. That... That's not an orgasm, though. That's, I mean, there is nothing better when you really need a pee to the point where you can feel it coming up out of your mouth. <laughs> you've got the sweat, and you feel sick. That pee is amazing. But that's not a gasm. There's no gasm there. You're not crossing a gasm. You're just... You're just, 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 just releasing them. Well, that's the same as wearing shoes that are a size too tight and then taking them off. What's that, an F-gasm? For foot, F for foot. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, yeah, turns out. Um, a shoegasm. Okay, all right. Um, fine, well, well done for that. <laughs> People enjoyed that. Well done, Daily Mail. Well done. Okay, so that's... Um, I've only just woken up. Me too. I don't, there's nowhere to go after that, is there? Oh, they're bringing Brett Fraser. never get that i had a friend who was obsessed with it oh it's funny no it's funny it's clever it's very mm. very intelligent that's probably probably why you, you, no. know, you don't get it what annoyed me about fraser so many things but mostly daphne talking like that what on earth is her voice all about she's actually english she's actually mancunian why was she doing a voice uh, daphne and niles were stupid mm-hmm. and as soon as they became the stars of the show i was out exactly but the i thought i thought fraser was funny I thought um, Roz was fine. His producer, she was a fine, smoky lady. She talked like that. I'm Roz and I'm your producer. I think Fraser and Roz should have got together. The dad is the dad dead. The dad died now, or mm. did the dog die? Did the dad die, or did, did the dad's the dad died, dog? I think. Did the dad die, or did the dad's dog die? The dad did die, yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, I would have Fraser back. I wouldn't have Niles, and I wouldn't have Daphne. I'd have Roz. And Would you have the agent, or was that silly too? There wasn't an agent in it. 
Yeah, there no. was his agent who was like, nuts. No, there wasn't. Yes, there was. This is going to be awkward, Catherine. You're going to have a little bit of the old HP to eat. And I don't mean HP sauce. I mean humble pie. Go on. He had an agent who was like evil and manipulative in that. <sighs> Go on. Give us a bit more about this agent. This um, agent in the Frasier television right, series. Well, I'd love to hear some set, more about it. Set me straight because I can tell you're no, having no, no. a little factgasm there. No, 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 no. You carry on telling me. Cause I, cause no, you, I never watched it. I must have... Right, yeah, yeah, because, yeah, that's obvious. I must have missed this character, the agent, in it. Um, so why don't you tell me, male or female? Female. And what, what did she look like? Dark hair. Yeah? Was it long or short? Can't remember. Okay, yeah. That was his producer, Roz. No, it wasn't. So, oh, you're so wrong. That was his producer, oh, Roz. Oh, right, okay, let me Google it because I didn't watch it. No, Frasier's don't Frasier's go- agent, and I, it's not Roz. I let's, know exactly let's what Let's just Rick. go to the break. I know She's going to ro- go to the break, please. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. So this was me before the break. No, this is me after the break. This is me before the break. And then Catherine, you said, what did you say? BB Glazer. Okay, fine. Catherine, let's... Uh, Correct hey. again. That's two. That's two, guys. Uh, let's just take this kid who's pretending to be from America, but it's probably the idiot called Nolak who phoned in the other day and was incredibly racist and offensive and not funny and a bit of a dick. In fact, you know what? Let's not bother taking that call. Oh, oh three. I like your thinking out loud, especially when it comes to that conclusion. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. So, Fra- it's, it, but it's like they're remaking Enter the Drag. I, 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 there aren't any original ideas. Has anyone seen this um, Sasha Baron Cohen show? Yes. Is it funny? This is the thing. This is what I was thinking, right? Uh, but I'm, I'm always concerned that if I say anything bad about those guys. It looks like sour grapes, and instantly people on Twitter go, "Oh yeah, but what? Sorry, how many movies have you made? So, I'm sorry, how many movies have you made? I've made one. Oh sorry, oh sorry, this is in America. So I'm I'm aware that if I say anything about those those guys, I kind of you know it looks like sour grapes. But the clip I saw of a, a, an American politician dropping his pants and pretending to be gay for like a s- s- self what do they call it self survival what do they call it self defense mm-hmm. thing i kind of thought eh, i mean okay well 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 good good coup but is it funny i think for if you remember ali g it, it, it's that right, okay, with the different different faces on. I think he's clever. Yeah. I think he's certainly talented. Americans are loving it because it's there. It, he's playing in their playground now. Right. And um, no, nope, I've seen it before, you know. Yeah. But yeah. I, you know, I he has th- a great team around him. I appreciate him making stuff. He had a great team around him. That's, that was always the thing. All right, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Quiet on the phone tonight, apart from the kids phoning in. who want to say the M-word and all of that. We're not playing that game tonight, I'm afraid, guys. Um, we, we just 
we we're just not playing that game tonight, guys. But you're welcome to stay on the line um, as long as you want, um, if that's what you want to do. Um, but it's hot, sweaty. People can't be bothered to phone in. What is it? Is it Wednesday? Uh, yeah, it's nearly Thursday now. The week feels like um, partly because of the heat, partly because of the divorce, partly because of the house. It feels like time is going so slowly at the moment, doesn't it? When is this summer holiday over? Because I'd like those kids to go back. I think we've got another five weeks. Sweet Lord. We should take yours out. Mine are in their pajamas till gone midday most days. I'll tell you what we'll do. Let's do something a bit different. And this may not work. This may work. This may not work. We'll try what we'll do. Uh, Matthew, uh, Matthew Stevenson, could you take... I'm about to switch off my periscope. I'm speaking to Matthew, who runs the YouTube channel. Could you, I'm about to switch off my periscope, and we're going to go live on Instagram and see if we can get something out of that. Would you be able to take my Instagram feed, please, Matthew? Um, what we'll try and do is... I only discovered this the other day. We may get nothing out of it. We may get some swear words out of it, in which case we'll, we'll abandon it. But it's 11.30 on a Wednesday night. No one's calling in apart from some kids. So let's try something a bit different. Um, God, it's hot. So you can do Instagram Live where you stream live video. But then what you can do is people who follow you can ask to join in your video. So you press accept. And then you can see them. In video, it's like a split screen mm-hmm. kind of thing. Abba style it. Uh, so we, should we give that a go? We well, might get some interesting people. If you're, I think I'm at Ian Lee on Instagram. I don't really know. Um, it would be kind of cool. It'd be kind of cool is if you're like a regular to the show. Don't 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 join in. It'd be nice to catch some people unawares. Most of my Instagram followers, I believe, are young kids, young girls. They the that discovered me after the jungle. When I went into the jungle, I had 350 followers on Instagram. I came out, I got about 50,000. And when I did this a couple of weeks ago, just because I didn't know you could do Instagram live, and then this thing popped up, it seemed to be girls at school going, oh my God! Ah! <laughs> um, it's, it's, well, it's a summer holiday, so we might still get, we might still get kids. So I'm going to switch off Periscope. If you're watching on Periscope, go to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Ian Lee. We'll take those calls if they want to come on, if they're not for us. No, okay, fine. Let us uh, switch off there. This might work. This might not work. I'm going to pl- take that out. Wait a minute. I'll do a little bit of unplugging here. Got to do a little bit of unplugging here. So we're going to plug the... Yeah, we're going to plug the um, output in there. Um, oh, I've got text what have i got a text from um okay let us where is instagram on my phone because i don't really use it um here we go we may get something out of this we may get absolutely nothing out of this but you know what let's let's try and do something a little bit different so okay now how do i do the live video i think i press the camera ah then i tap live then i start live videos checking connection we're now live um so hello everybody watching us on instagram you're also watching this on youtube there's Catherine, and um uh, we're live on the air if you want to join in and i'm looking for people to join the video chat and come and be part of the conversation and just let us know what's going on here we go diva zaley sent a request to be in your live video so let's go live um, let's go like waiting for Diva Zaley to join in. 
Divazeli declined, bottled it. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, let's try Izzy Whittingham. Okay, so loads of people are requesting now. I don't really know what, it, you know, I don't really use Instagram. So I was waiting for Izzy Whittingham. Lara says, does Strawberry Gate still haunt you to this day? <laughs> Hello. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm very well. We're live on the radio at the moment. Is that cool? Pardon? We are live on the radio at the moment. Look, I'm in the studio. Is that cool? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, carry on. Yeah, don't, but no, so don't swear. I can't hear you. It's gone really quiet. I'm gonna, let, me come, let me come closer. So don't, don't swear. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, so don't swear. So who who are you? I'm Izzy. Hey Izzy, how's things going? It's great, thank you. What are you up? Well, you're I can like all I can see is um I, uh, that you're in bed, I guess. Yeah, I'm in bed. Uh, and your lights are out, so you should be asleep. <laughs> yeah, probably. But what what were you doing on your phone? WhatsApping. Like, Snapchat. Snapchat. And oh, I'm with my friend Catherine, by the way. There's Catherine. Hi, Izzy. um okay so what now is snapchat the one where the message disappears after 10 seconds yeah it is what now what is the benefit of that well it's like i don't know it's just all teenagers have i guess don't they i guess so i guess so um so i guess you go to school yeah yeah i do how's your summer holiday going um yeah it's good i'm having to like work because gcse's are coming off oh no so so you're like you're studying hard then you're working hard oh yeah yeah <laughs> so what is the subject that you're what's the subject you're 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 most comfortable with oh i don't really like anything but art 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 art's good art's good yeah art's my favorite and i'm gonna say maths is the least favorite yes I hate math. Here's the thing. Stride into your... When you go back to school in September, stride into the maths class and go, hey, I was told by a very well-respected member of society that math sucks and it serves no purpose and he's 45 and he has never used anything he learnt in his maths classes. <laughs> go and say that, Izzy. <laughs> I will. All right. Hey, listen, nice to talk to you. Thanks a lot. And you, bye. Take, take care. Bye-bye. She was lovely, wasn't she? Yeah. Wasn't she nice? And no swearing. No, well done. And this is the the thing about Instagram, right? And this is the... the, the before I went into the jungle... And by the way, we'll, we'll take someone else in a minute. Before I went in the jungle, ki- kids is patronising. Um, young people, probably under the age of 25, didn't know who I was. Okay, There were a few because of the Big Brother stuff, but most young people under 25, certainly teenagers, didn't have a clue. And then coming out of the jungle, the weirdest thing, is that the, the 10, 11, 12, how old would she be if she's doing her GCSEs? 15? Yeah, 14, 15. 15-year-old girls. Because this audience for this show, we always worried, haven't we, Catherine, that yeah. the audience is quite quite male, yeah. which is fine, but we've always tried to make it more female. And I think we are the only show on this station where it's 50-50, male and female, which I was so thrilled when we got those stats. But so to get um, young 15-year-old women listening to... They don't really listen to the show, but to have... To be following someone whose job is to present a phone-in radio show—that's a start. Yeah, exactly. That's a start. Because it's all about—it's all about um, being accessible yeah. and um, them knowing that it's for them as well. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, she was lovely. What? Like, should we? Should we take another? Let's do it. Um, if you want to watch this on Instagram, it's at Ian Lee, or you can watch it on the YouTube channel. Um, so we've got people sending a request. Let's 
try and so they're all they're all young people. Um, okay, let's let's try Magzadoodle. I'm adding Magzadoodle. So let's see. Magzadoodle one. I need to trim my beard. Hey, Magzadoodle. Hi, Ian. How are you? I'm fine. How the devil are you? I'm absolutely fine, thank you. And I have met you once. Was I rude to you? No, not at all. I came to see your recording of Celebrity Soup back in 2006. Oh, God, that was a lie. Hey, by the way, just let you know, we're on the radio at the moment. Hi, radio. And there's my friend Catherine, who's my producer, Hi, my Max. co-host. Hi, Catherine, producer. How you doing? And we're streaming on YouTube as well. Is that cool? That's absolutely fine. Yes, yeah. Max Doodle! Don't judge me. I'm, I've had a really long day at work and uh, eight days straight at work. No. When's your next day off? Well, tomorrow. Oh, fantastic. So how come... I have three days off. Beautiful. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And I work, I work at a psychiatric hospital. Oh, Max. Yes. Max so a doodle. That's got to be... All about the mental health. That's got to be hard work, man. It is hard. I work on an adolescent unit, so it's, um, yeah, under 18s. Wow. Impatience, yeah? Yeah. Oh, well done, you. Well, mm. I say well done, you, and it sounds patronising. I don't mean it sounds patronising. <laughs> cool. I genuinely mean well done for doing that, because I bet it's you. not the job Thank that you. people are people are grabbing to do, are they? No, absolutely not. No, and it's it's, it's quite scary. Like, when I first started working there, yeah. and, uh, you know, all the admin staff are going, oh, where, where are you going to be working? I'm like, I'm adolescent. They're going, oh, no, that's the worst. I but I love some, it. I bet you see some, some terrible stuff and some amazingly brilliant stuff as well. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Some days, you know, you, you come home and, uh, yeah, you can have a bloody good cry. Yeah. Um, but like I say to everybody, you can't work somewhere like that unless you've experienced it. Got- and whether that be first hand or it be a family member or yeah. something you know you have to have you don't have to but i think if you have experienced it it makes a massive difference how is um how's the money going there because it because uh, it's you hear theresa may going oh, we're gonna make great. we're gonna make the youth mental health a priority but i suspect that that it, it, it ain't yeah i mean the money's not great to be honest but you know it's for example, I had a day off last week, and we're really busy on our unit right now. Yeah. And I had, I, had, I had a phone call at 20 past six on my day off, and I, I, I didn't see it until I woke up. Private number, I'm like, that's work. Oh, no. <laughs> I was laying there, and I thought, I can't, I can't ignore it because, you know, A, I'm not doing anything. I haven't got anything to do today. And B, I can't think of my colleagues struggling because if they struggle, the young people struggle. Do you know what I mean? You're a good person. Like, uh, can I try? You know, you're a good person. I mean that, and I hope people tell you that in your life. Can I see your fingernails, please? I just caught a glimpse. Those nails look amazing. Cass, look at Magda Doodle's nails, man. <laughs> and she's well, just done know, eight, I, I, eight days working straight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I live in Essex now, you see, so I have to kind of like follow suit. <laughs> Standard procedure. Hey, Max, listen, we're going to go and take one more call. It's nice to talk to you. Thanks for being a good sport. You too. Bye bye. See you later. Bye bye. There we go. Bye. There we go. What a nice lady. Brilliant. This is there's something in this. Mm-hmm. There's something in this. Let's take one more and then we'll then we'll knock this on the head. What a lovely lady. Eight days straight in an adolescent mental health unit. Man. And that we've all had that not so much in this industry, although sometimes, but we've all had that call, you know, when it's your day off and you got a call from your boss going, Any chance you could come in? We're really desperate I guess so. When do you need me? About half an hour ago and you you know and yeah. no one wants to do it but 
her reasoning was you, you can't let her colleagues down or the kids down. Yeah. That's incredible, man. I've got a really good friend who works in a similar unit somewhere else, yeah. and she's the same. It's it, it's more than a job. Yeah. Oh, good for her. Should we take one more? Um. Um. Okay. I'm not going to take you if you've not got uh, a picture. This looks interesting. Matt Rushbrook. From the picture, he looks like he's a dad because he's there's a picture of a man and a picture of a child. Or maybe uh, Matt. Matt. Uh, declined. Okay. Oh. Uh, okay. Fine. That's fair enough. Let's try. Um, let's try Tommy Smith, who's uh, topless in his. He's topless <laughs> in his picture. Is he going to be topless? Is Tommy Smith? No, thank you, Mags. That was lovely. They're typing messages on the screen now. That was lovely, Mags. You were really good sport. <laughs> Hello. 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 Hello, Tommy. We Hello, can't Tommy, see we you. Can't see you. Oh yeah. Hello. Come <laughs> Who, who are you? What do you mean? Who, what do you mean? Who am I? I'm Ian Lee. I'm Ian Lee. That's what you've been on telly for, isn't it? Yeah, you saw me on yeah, telly, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Is that what you do? Is that what? Is that what? You're like a radio presenter, isn't it? No. I am like a radio like presenter, a radio but very loosely. Hey, listen, loosely. that's not the greatest hey, listen, line, so I'm going I'm to say goodbye. You follow me on. You follow me and sent me a request to be part of it. Who are you though, isn't it? Who are you? Um, let's try, okay, we'll try one more. Allegra Moore Thomas. It's your, it's your turn. It's your turn, Allegra Moore Thomas. She declined. Let's try. Be good to get one more on if we could. Um, uh, let's try Abby and Teddy. <laughs> I, re- I really is. It's like walking in a different country and, and speaking a different language because I, I don't understand any of this. Abby and Teddy, come on, answer. Come on. Stop doing crying emojis and answer. We'll take phone calls after this if people want to call in. It's, it's, it's a bit quiet on the phone, so we're just messing around on Instagram. Um, you can watch it on at Ian Lee or on uh, the YouTube. Nope, she's, she's, they're taking too long. Come on, guys, don't send me a request. Let's try... Uh, let's try Joe Anderson. <clears throat> Joe Anderson declined. Don't say, why would you send me a request to go live and then bottle it? Uh, Daniel, my brother, you are younger than me. You're only 19. I think that's what you are. Hey. Hey, man. How you doing? I'm. I'm, do- I'm doing good. I'm, I'm. doing good. Is this now? Is your name Daniel? Well, people say Daniel. People say Daniel, but I'm. I'm. I'm cool with, with what, whatever. It what happened? So you spell it D A M Y double A L. Yeah. That's but, brilliant. How do you pr- How do you pronounce it? Um. I don't know. Most people refer me to as Dan or Danny, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what, what can I say? Eh? If I all right, okay. I'm um uh, I'm I'm a policeman, right? <laughs> right. And um you're not arrested or anything, but I've got I've oh, got no. you're not arrested. I'm not even a policeman. Okay. Okay. Uh, good. That's in good. fact, let's let's say I'm not a policeman. I'm a I work for Parcel Force and I'm delivering a parcel to you, right? And okay. it says it says uh I've got a parcel. What's what's your name? Um I I don't know. I I'd ref- I'll say. Daniel. There you go, Daniel. Think, All right. Well, you spell it. I love I the think, spelling, yeah. man. I love the spelling. How you doing, man? How, how, uh, um, how, how's your evening going? 
It's been alright. I mean, I'm played about Fortnite. If you've heard of that. <laughs> what is this? You're not Old timer. Ta- you're not talking to your granddad here, sunshine. Of course, I've heard of Fortnite. And uh, yeah, I just had a chill night, and obviously, obviously, seen you uh, live stream, and I thought. Why not? Let's have a go. Nice one, man. We're on the radio. I hope that's all right. I'm here with my friend yeah, Catherine, yeah. who does Hi, the radio Daniel. show with me. Hey, Catherine. Um, so what do you what do you do for life, man? How do you no- normally fill your days? Um, I like to um, I like to play football. Football's okay. football's good to watch. Yeah. I like to I like to watch I like to watch a bit of TV, and I obviously like to listen to your radio station. I like this guy. And do you work or do you go to school? I can't quite tell how old you are. I'll, I can... go, I'll go to school. I'm, I'm 15. 15. Okay. Yes. Well, all right. This is interesting, right? Because I've got kids who are a bit younger than you. They're eight and six. Yeah. Um, but, and I would feel a bit weird in a few years' time if my if they were talking to, like, I'm, you know, I'm a weird old 45-year-old yeah, bloke. Yeah, of course. Do you, how do your family feel about you talking to people on Instagram and stuff? Um, well, they feel, well, obviously they know who you are, watch Drama Slab, you were, you were okay. pretty good, amazing. Thank you, man. And, uh, obviously they, they know what kind of person you are and you're a happy, kind of, brightful guy. I'm a brightful <laughs> guy, he's spot on, yeah. But do they not, and, do yeah. they, do they, um, what, what kind of rules do you have in your house about you talking to people online? Do you, can you, do they just trust you implicitly or do they uh, have rules or what? Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure that they, I think, obviously, there's some parameters for it. Yeah. However, they believe if it's, if it's a genuine, nice person and not someone like a stranger, then it's all good. Hey, nice one, man. You staying up all night and playing Fortnite? I will see, I will see how it goes. I love it. Hey, it's nice to talk to you, brother. Thanks a lot, man. Take care. Thanks, man. There we go. What a nice guy. What nice, what nice people. And this is the thing I've found with, with Instagram. When I've posted pictures on there, the majority of the comments are nice. There's a couple of snarky ones, but there's certainly no you're a C. I mean, have you heard of Fortnite? Come on, man, what the hell is this? But it's mainly positive comments that you get, which is very, very different from Periscope. And listen, we picked three people there, four people, three or four. And Do you think it's because there's more of a male-female, um, you know, there's more equality on there? Women can be mean. I know they can, but actually, for the most part, having that, that it's not just a load of, I'm going to say it, a load of lonely blokes play, playing yeah, by, them, yeah. by themselves in their bedrooms. Yeah. But the fact that there are, are just sort of an equal number of women on there as well means that yeah. it's a lot more sort of sensible. I don't know if it is equal. I, I, I would suspect it's weighted more towards women in terms of, of yeah. users. Uh, but I don't know. I have nothing to back that up. Um, it feels more feminine. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, it, it, uh, uh, it does feel more feminine. I don't know if that's because there are more women or if it's just because it's an app that is centred around photographs yeah. and seeing things. We're like, let's, let's do this ad and then we'll come back and have a quick chat. Take a trip into the alternate reality of late night radio. I think I'm in something like the Matrix, and so are you. The late night alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On talk radio. Hello. Um, and you do see sometimes people swearing off of um, people on YouTube, you know, claiming that there are problems with, with Instagram. <laughs> Clean out your lug holes. We're not saying it's perfect. 
We're not saying that it's not flawed. And I think wherever you go... Hey, listen, there's guys trying to pick up girls uh, on all social media. There's guys trying to pick up girls at bus stops, you know? There's guys trying to pick up girls everywhere in in friendly manners and in aggressive manners. It happens everywhere. So um, I'd be surprised if it didn't happen there. Uh, We're not saying it's, it's perfect. We're just saying that it's um, interesting and that it, see, it's certainly, in my experience, a lot friendlier. i tell you what's interesting, because quite often what I like to do, if I, if I see someone follows me or uh, someone like leaves a comment for me on Twitter and I've not noticed them before, I'll go and have a little look at their bio, because I think it's quite an interesting thing to do, to see uh, who's following you. I just, I just find it interesting. I have a little bio, not all the time. I, I did go through a thing of Twitter. If, if people followed me... Uh, this was about a year ago. I'd send them all a message saying, "Hey, thanks for thanks very much for following." Yeah, me. when I first started, I did that. Oh, this wasn't when I, This was this was like a year ago, and I was thinking it would freak people out, and they'd go, "Wow, you sent me a message." And none of them did. I think they all thought it was a bot or something. So I stopped. But um, so I go and look at people's bios, and what's interesting? I've tried to do that on Instagram, but most of them are private or or locked, I guess, which is um uh which I thought was was interesting. It seems to be people seem to be a little bit more protective about mm. their identity and and what they are putting up on on Instagram than perhaps they are on Twitter and Facebook and things like that. And it just seems like a nicer kind of place. Although I'm sure there are loads of people on YouTube that would like to disagree with that. Well, thanks so much, guys. Thanks a lot. Hey, remember those um, trolling kids that we uh, that were pretending to call from America that yeah. we had on? They're still there. How you doing, kids? Okay, great. They're still there. <laughs> that's nice. That's that's cute. School holidays. I like that. I like that. I like that, kids. I just yeah, want- you're too slow, buddy. You may just want, but you just won't get. Um. Um, trying to think. Maybe we'll do that story later on. Maybe we'll do the Logan Paul story later on. I don't. I. I, I don't know. I'm. I'm. Just, I'm just painfully aware that by doing the story, we're we're playing the game. Mm-hmm. And is the one about the air, airplane? Oh no, I didn't hear that. It's the one about him being interviewed on Radio One. Oh no. Um. Because uh, he's doing a, a boxing match or something you know, in Manchester. And he's being interviewed on Radio One, and people are going he shouldn't. And um, I don't, I, I, I don't actually, I've got nothing to say, so we won't, we won't, <laughs> we won't do that. I tell you what is exciting though: the BBC have released um, loads of um, old TV shows on the BBC iPlayer. All oh, right. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the story here is box sets, but the one I was really interested in isn't. Where have I put that? Isn't um, actually a box set. Look who's back! Classic box sets added to BBC iPlayer. But then the one that they've, um, the one that they've put on, the, the one that I'm interested in, is called the War Game. And the, this mail story is lazy because it says 1985, and I think that's when it was shown. But it was commissioned in the 60s. It's narrated, I think, by Michael Aspel. Right. Uh, and it's about um, it's an Oscar. It, it won an Oscar, uh, and it's like a news report, a documentary about a nuclear attack in Kent. And uh, the, it was made for, it was commissioned for the BBC, and then the BBC went, nah, this is too scary. We're not, uh, we ain't showing. So they didn't what, show it for twenty years. It's like a, a docudrama. It's um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a docudrama. Um, 
I had it up on my computer. But at a time when people weren't used to the BBC yeah. doing things like that, I guess. Yeah, I wonder if I've got iPlayer. I did, I did have it all, all queued up and ready to go. And, uh, uh, and then I kept my pants. <laughs> I kept my pants. It was a called War Game. Um, yeah, I tell you what, we'll, we'll do, we're all over the place now. And do you know what? I don't really care. The controversial Oscar-winning drama documentary depicts the, a nuclear attack on Britain. Um, the war game won the Academy Award for Best Documentary in 1966, even though the BBC decided not to show it when it was made, as, quotes, the effect of the film has been judged by the BBC to be too horrifying for the medium of broadcasting. We'll play a little bit of that um, when we come back, I think. I still haven't watched Threads, you know. Oh, mate. Oh, well, you know, come up come up to Yorkshire in December when I'm doing a and a with Reese Reese Dinsdale. Come up. I'm hosting a Q&A with Rhys Dinsdale um, uh, um, in in Yorkshire, and they're going to show they're going to show threads. But the whole thing. Yes, man. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Uh, you're on the radio. You're 
right in my face. I wasn't. I was miming right okay, in your even face. Even weirder. Arthur Lee in Love singing Cowboy. Not the Love for Sale version. Oh, it's the Real to Real version. Yeah, the funky album. The funky album that um, I went there. Anyway, it's a boring story. I can't remember what's going to that. I was trying to ask, just tell a story about it. Just bore yourself. Mm, yeah, I do that quite a lot. <laughs> I do bore myself quite, quite a lot, guys. Oh, three. We got, we still got those kids there. Hello, kids. You do the guy, the guys pretending to be from America. There we go. Yeah, I know you do. They phoned in from a second phone line as well. And then geniuses. You guys are geniuses, aren't you? Huh? Why don't you phone in from a normal phone line? There we go. Um, Jerry's on the line. Hello, Jerry. Hello. Hey, man. Hey, kids in America. Hey, kids in America. Tim Wilde. Huh? How are you doing? Uh, better than you, buddy. The heat getting to you, huh? Yeah, it's done. It's been a couple of days. It's been really... Just 7 o'clock, please. Well, there's going to be a thunderstorm in about three weeks' time, so that should break oh, yeah, things up a bit. If you start wheeling yourself now, I start, boss. if you start wheeling yourself now, you should be able to make it. No, I can't. I can't wheel myself. I just hurt my trousers. I lost. Song for you, just. Go on then. Oh, you're my surprise. There's no more kind of. How's Nigel's mum going on? How's Nigel's mum? How's Nigel's mum? We haven't had an update in the last we couple of days. We've had a little update from Nigel for a while. Um, here's, here's, here's my, I'm, I'm more concerned about Nigel than Nigel's mum, if I'm completely honest. What respect? You think he's breaking down? He's, he's doing too much for him. Who's doing too much? Me? <laughs> I'm not doing anything. He's saying Nigel's saying too much for Nigel. He says he's very emotional, very emotional at the moment. Yeah. He's an emotional guy, and when mums are ill, that's an emotional thing. But I just worry about how he would cope if his mum, if and when his mum passes away. That's what, you know, I I wonder who's going to look after him. Do a duet with Nigel, dear God, man. <laughs> Hello, it's Nigel. Is someone want to do a duet with me at Hyde Park? <laughs> um, well, I'm sure Jerry, that could be arranged very easily by you getting in touch with Nigel. I wonder how yeah, Jerry would yeah, uh, would yeah. cope with your Parkinson. Uh, Nigel would cope with your Parkinson's. I suspect he'd be quite dismissive. <laughs> I think he might. Be. <laughs> And probably use some very politically incorrect uh, <laughs> language to describe you. I suspect that's how that would go. It's just words. It's just words. It's only words. Who sang that? Who sang that? Boy Zone. But the uh, Bee Gees. The Bee Gees did the version. Thank you. It's only words. Radio when that was on. Making radio. 
I was a tech up when that was on. When were you a tech up? When and where? I was a tech up for radio station in yeah. Macclesfield. Which which radio station was that? Felch. 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 <laughs> Did he say yeah, Felch? He was a bit big. He's saying Felch. Silk, 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 silk. Oh God, that silk. sounds um, silk Macclesfield. How are you talking? Okay. Silk Macclesfield. Yes, there's a Macclesfield. You're just a big blue bear. I bet it's not that. I bet it's a heart now, isn't it? I bet it's stuck in Tesco's. You don't get um, you don't get um, uh, DJs in store anymore. I'm sure I rem- oh, I'm old DJ. enough. I'm sure I'm old enough to remember going into a shop and there was a DJ behind a glass counter. Top shop. Top shop. Top shop used to, didn't they? Top shop, The um, chemists, Lloyd's Chemist has its own radio station yeah. that's piped through the country. So does Top's Tiles, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I did know that, actually. Yeah, that isn't, rings. Isn't Helen, wasn't Helen Lee on that at one point? Possibly. Hey, listen, we'll all be there at some point. Yeah. That's the nature of this business. What are you saying? The cure for these pretend pop star tapes... I'm getting like every fifth word, but I'm enjoying filling in the blanks myself. I'm getting yeah. pretend pop stars Look, and karaoke. Sea facts. Sea facts. Never been on countdown. Never you been. Like, you like on countdown. How much does it pay? I don't care yeah. about being on the telly anymore. For me, the telly is all about banking the checks. I get no artistic pleasure from it. Charles Brandreth. Um, I don't watch. I don't watch telly. This is the thing. I don't. Certainly don't watch any output as it goes out. I watch this war games on the war game. Excuse me on the BBC iPlayer, and I watch stuff on Netflix at the moment. I'm, I'm streaming this show called yeah. Nathan Goes to Town. Ta- Nathan for you. Nathan Goes to Town. There's Nathan for you. single guys on there. Sorry, lots of single guys. Single, where on countdown? Operation Good Guys on the BBC releases. Lots of single gays. Operation Good Guys. Operation Good Oh, Operation Good Oh, no, that's terrible. I hate that. The, the, the British, British BBC comedy where they're trying to be a bit clever and arch and, like, faux documentary, and it's... Oh, I, no, I hate that. I thought that was lousy. I thought people like us was lousy. I'm going to say it. I thought um, the Malcolm Tucker show was lousy. Hey, so what? So you and the, and the M show, on the M channel... The Rim show? And the M channel. And so it's... It's Happy Mondays was on there to do the jigsaw or something. The Happy Mondays were on there doing a jigsaw? Yeah, the woman, the woman said, she didn't know, so you were on this. Okay. You were on this with Frank. He's on about to, and Frank is saying about you, you will treat the words and stuff. I'm I'm struggling to get you tonight. Oh, there's, well, interestingly enough, actually, it's funny you mention Frank Sidebottom, there's a little paragraph in two of the papers today that the inquest into his son's death, Harry Seavey, who was uh, knocked over, the inquest is, is going on. Um, and it mentions that um, him and his mate were, were drunk and had taken half a tranquilizer each. So? So? 
Why is that? Like, it's, it's, it's literally two paragraphs, and two of the, one of the sentences is that. Mm. The point is, that's not what he died of. He no. got knocked off his bike. And, okay, well, reactions were dulled and all of that. Okay, fine, whatever. But why is that in the paper? The poor, the poor lads. You know, it's terrible. I thought. Uh, Jerry, I'm going to cut you off now. No, you Up your bum. Yeah, I saw that. I thought. Yeah, I saw it yesterday, but I didn't flag it up because I don't like it. He's, uh, they were they were drunk and had taken half a Valium. It wasn't a Valium. It was a Xanax. But sorry. you know, so uh, what? the paper Kids I saw it drugs. in is read by people who go, ah, right, okay, right. don't well, care about him then. Yeah, but the people will say, well, he deserved it. Yeah. Oh, it's his, his own fault. His fault, probably. No, it's not. It's not his fault. All right, you, you, you know, you, you can argue. What kid's dead, man? Kid's tragic family. Dad died a little while later. The kid dies. Unbelievable. It's a truth universally acknowledged that if a series is so popular it draws 11 million viewers, then you should show it again. And now, more than 20 years after its original broadcast, the BBC's 1995 adaptation of Pride and Prejudice will be available for its many fans. I've got it on VHS. The award-winning series, which made Colin Firth a household name for his smouldering performance as Mr Darcy, is one of eight classic box sets added to... Oh, eight? Added to the BBC iPlayer. It's only eight! Jeez. And one of them is in a box set. So what have we got? The From the Archive section will let viewers enjoy shows that first aired up to 72 years ago. Others include the 1990 miniseries of House of Cards. The proper one, not... Doesn't have that pervert Spacey in it. And around touching up people. He's not in it. It's the proper one. Um, Viewers will be able to revisit 1958 sci-fi series Quatermass in the Pit. Not getting me hot so far. Dame Judi Dench's BAFTA-winning performance in 1966's Talking to a Stranger. Four plays recounting the events of one tragic weekend from the viewpoint of four family members. Will be Sounds all right. Mm. Might have some of that. Dame Judi. It's a rip-off of Rashomon, though. Seen Rashomon? No. Oh, it's a rip-off of Rashomon. Isn't it, guys? It's a rip-off of Rashomon. Pride and Prejudice, which saw Jennifer Ale win a BAFTA boring um no it was good that one uh programs will be no <sighs> programs we found the bbc's from the archive section launched last september it hosts over 400 shows from 1946 so um n- oh well this not isn't a box set but guys get on this you see what they've, they've put up there Nuts in May. Oh, you're kidding me. You just spent a fortune buying it on DVD. Well, you've got it to keep and treasure now, and it's a great thing. Nuts in May. I just like Fergal. Guys, go. <laughs> well, Candice Marie, of course, um, the reason that it's up there is so that people can enjoy it from. Guys, go and watch Nuts in May. You will not see a funnier, um, a, a slower play. It's delightful, isn't it? And you will not be able to stop talking like that. Mm-hmm. Well, Candice Marie, I think the gentleman will be talking more like this. Let's go to the adverts <laughs> as they're scheduled for now. <laughs> The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. The kids put the phone down. I was about to let them go. Kids, phone back. I was about to let you speak. For goodness sakes. Uh, 03444991000. The Late Night Alternative. Monday to Friday, 10 o'clock at night. Uh, on Talk Radio, listen on DAB, download the app, or go to talkradio.co.uk. Uh, let's go to Sam. Good evening, Sam. Hello, mate, just taking your speakerphone. Can you hear me? Yes, I can, mate. 
Uh, right, just wanted to start it off by saying thanks to you and Kath. Um, been a, a bit of a hard time recently. My dad died recently. Oh, um, mate, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, thanks, man. Um, but um, just other things in general, you know, the usual kind of bullshit. And you two... All right, that's a yellow I've card. Re- I've been a... a Oh, sorry, mate. Yes, uh, you two have been a real rock over the oh. last few months. You're, oh. you're the only kind of constant in my... I mean, this is, sounds terrible, I know, but you're, only kind of co- you're the only kind of constant in my life at the moment. Oh, and you're so there well. for me five nights a week. Well. And... I feel bad you know, I took Friday night off now! It's so, <laughs> I wasn't there yeah, for I Sam! <laughs> I felt bad you took Friday night. Normally, I would only listen on catch-up um, late at night in the evening, but tonight I've tuned in live. Oh, uh, so what do we owe this and, pleasure, Sam? Well, I, I felt you deserved a call because, like I say, you kept me going for the last few months, and uh, you're always asking people to call in, and I always listen after the event, so I'm too late. So I'm yeah. just trying. I, I have a few stories. I have lots of stories, and I always want to. When I listen later on, I always think, "Damn, I could have phoned in and joined in with this conversation." But a few weeks ago, you were talking about punching a seagull. Do you remember that? Oh yes. Well, is it, well, yes. I, I, I do still. By the way, some people are saying that my um, campaign to cull all owls is um just like to get publicity for the show it's not i'm seriously um we're making very very strong movements there are menace there are are menace we're making very strong movements towards actually uh, getting this official government policy to kill all them and their 180 degree necks and their big wide eyes menace menace yeah but punching seagulls it was weird that you mentioned that because only half an hour before you'd said that i've been sat in my mate's front window looking out the window and a a seagull landed And he said, I need to punch that bugger. Wow. So some kind of weird synchronicity. Well, hang on. Did, well, did, well, 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 what happened? Was it, was it all talk? Was it mouth and no trousers? Did, did someone go out and punch it, a seagull? What happened? No, of course we, of course we didn't punch it. it was Cowards! Just, it was just verbal, just Cowards! Verbal, yeah, a, complete, a complete coward. But then, the night before that, you'd been talking about your experiences with Yuri Geller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in fact, she, in fact, you interviewed him recently, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, he came on the show and he did a little video for my kids, which is great. Oh, that's how cute is that? Yeah. Um, I, I had a, I had I had my own Yuri Geller experience some years ago. He uh, he used to live in Sonnen, yeah, uh, near Re- near Reading, yeah. and uh, I don't know how familiar you are with Reading. He was there for a long uh, time, yeah. That's that's right, he was. And my my father, bless his soul, um, had several restaurants in Reading, yeah, for a number of years, Italian restaurants. And I remember one lunchtime, I was sat with the uh, manager of one of the restaurants. I used to live upstairs, and f- for some reason, Yuri Geller came into conversation and. Uh, he didn't understand what I was talking about. And I happened to have a copy of the 14 Times magazine upstairs. Yeah, yeah. So I ran upstairs and got it, and it had an article about Yuri in it. And I showed the manager the article, and we discussed his pranks and his powers and his alleged, you know, uh, oh. magical gifts or whatever oh, he's got. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, and, uh, and, I, and I went off, and with nothing more was said. But that evening, I was sat in my flat. Yeah. The very same evening, and the same manager called me up and said, Sam, you're not going to believe this. Here we go. Come downstairs. Yeah. Come downstairs now. Yuri Geller has just walked in with his family looking for a table. He wants something and to eat. And if you hadn't have shown him that copy of the 14 times, he wouldn't have had a clue who he was. He wouldn't have had a clue who wow. he was. Wow. Unfortunately, the restaurant was busy. It was full. But luckily, we have another restaurant around the corner. Yeah. So the manager sent him to that. I went around the corner to my father's other restaurant yeah. where he was sat eating with his family. Yeah. We waited for him to finish his meal, and then I timidly approached him and asked him if he would do the thing with the spoon. Yeah. And I gave him one of our teaspoons, and he did it. And the most incredible thing was, he did it in his hand, but then he placed the teaspoon on the bar. Here we go. And he said, look, look, it's still bending. And without 
him touching it. I was watching it. Yeah. I was convinced it was still bloody bending yeah. out. I don't know if he'd hypnotised me. I don't know if it was suggestion or if it was really still bending. You know, because I've read up on a little bit of mentalism and trick. I like to dabble in a little bit of magic, oh. so I know there are routines and methods yeah. and things like that. Yeah. But it was the most incredible performance I'd ever seen. Absolutely stunning. Right. No, it is. It is. Even, it's an incredible spooky, thing to see. Spooky. I've seen him do the spoon. I've seen him do the spoon in front of me, and to be stood, you know, a foot away from the man while he does it, it is incredible. But, it's but, I mean, incredible. But hands off as well. Hands yeah. off. He yeah. moved it from his hands and placed it on the bar. And I don't yeah. know, like I said, I don't know if it was a suggestion or what. Absolutely. I used to have a, I used to have a spoon that he bent and he signed it and he used to sit on top of my TV and I, I it got lost in a move somewhere and I wish you, I still had snap. it. Snap, snap! I kept that spoon, but, but how, I no longer have how it. freaky though that you were talking that, about that, in that day and he came in. That was the, that was that was the great thing. I, I I thought my manager was winding me up, and uh, especially when I went down to the restaurant and he wasn't there because he'd sent him off because they were you know full. Yeah. Yeah. So when I, when I got around the corner to my dad's other restaurant, I was just shocked. It was it was fantastic. Man, but he wasn't nice. too happy when I mentioned James Randi. Well, here's the thing. James Randi, for those who don't know, is the American guy who spent a lot of his year proving or, or, or disproving magic, right. you know, disproving psychics and all of that. Um, but but James Randi's an interesting character because he's also... Well, he's Well, I mean, he's fascinating, but he's Incredible. also been accused of ignoring that there was a greek doctor i can't quite remember this story properly if Mm -hmm. someone knows it better phone me up and tell me but there was a greek doctor who had who had purported to have done something that we might consider to be magic and um uh, he had some power something like that and um james randy kept trying to wanting to investigate wanting to investigate and then I've got this slightly the wrong way round. The Greek doctor wanted to claim this prize. I mean, prize. I, follow, I follow Randy and Magic quite closely, so I'm, I'm, I've not heard this one, but you know, go on, carry on. James Sorry. Randy's offered a, re- uh, a reward yeah. for anyone who can And prove no one's this. ever claimed it, that's well, right. Well, that's not true. So, well, no, his own people have claimed it. No. Hang on, Sam, have a listen, go on, have a listen. So he's offered this reward, but you have to jump through several hoops in order to do it. So this Greek doctor says, OK, I think I can come and prove okay. this. And every time he tried to arrange it something would be put in the way so he couldn't go and james randy oh, so randy would put him off yeah yeah and then but he on ev- the technicality and then he eventually said oh the time limit's over you've missed the window and everyone's going um oh, no you you bent the rules randy you bent the rules so mm, oh, he's no. not quite as he's not quite as straight <laughs> as sorry He's not quite oh, a straight... Oh, you're breaking my heart, man. You're yeah. breaking my heart. Oh. The old man's a hero. Yeah, yeah. He, but he's also, he's also, you know, he he's wants... He's a showman of his own sort. He wants to keep the yeah, narrative absolutely. going. Yeah, absolutely. The amazing Randy, yeah. He wants to keep the narrative going his way. So if there's anything that might com- com- cloud that, then he'll, um, he'll, he'll brush it off. Did, did you really think he would go that? I mean, can you, you know, he's got yeah. enough of a reputation himself to keep his own narrative going, as you say. You know, he is the amazing Randy. He's, you know, he's written loads of books. He's yeah. he's well-regarded and well-respected yeah, in the magical community. He's constantly touring. And you shouldn't, you so, shouldn't, you should question everybody. And you've well, told me, you have doing, told me, so far, yeah, you have told me a story, two stories about Uri Geller <laughs> that sound amazing and sound incredible, but you know that actually I'm happened. Talking. And yes, so yes. all we've got about Randy so far is that um, actually he might be a bit bent. The, the, what you've told me about Uri Geller is more impressive than than what we've got about Randy. You know, the, uh, the, okay, yeah, on face value, I can uh, I have to agree with that, I suppose. But um, the, the thing about 
uh, another thing about Geller is he just released um, a DVD into the magical community. Now, I've not bought it because I think it's something like 120 quid. Right. Um, Who's this? Who's done this? Geller, Geller. Right. And that's a series, it's got like interviews, it's not like a documentary. I think the idea is it's a, it's a, it's a manual, you know, it's a practice, it's a teaching DVD. I mean, the magical community, they put, you know, people put out DVDs all the time to learn different routines and that. You can buy hundreds of different magicians who do spoon bending routines that you can buy and learn, et cetera, et cetera. And now Geller has brought his own DVD out to the magical community. Like I said, I've not seen it, so I can't comment on the content. yeah. But it'd be interesting to know if he's giving... Here we go. I've got the answer to this. I've got the answer to this, right? Who yeah, cares Who cares if Uri is a fake? Who ca- Who actually cares? Right, let's assume for a second that he can't bend spoons by the power of his mind. What, right, yeah. what harm has he done? What harm, what, no, no, what no, harm no, has no, he no, done? No, 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 at the end of the day, no, 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 it's not a big deal for me to prove him, <laughs> to disprove exactly. him. Exactly, he's done, no, he's done all, no harm, all he's done is brought joy and entertainment and wonder to the world, that's it. I do, uh, yes, yeah, I do question this stuff about him flying out over mineral reserves and making his millions by divining and where all what, what, what harm has that done? So, so, all right. So, no, any harm. Okay, but hang on, hang on, shut up. Is he, so, is he the lying about getting paid millions of dollars to go and find oil for oil companies? I find that questionable, but yeah. So he's either lied about it. Or he's taken millions of dollars from oil companies that are worth billions of do- dollars that, that oh, are raping the world. Those are the two oh, options. Like Ran- oh, like Randy, it's a story he's put out to keep his narrative going. Like, well, that's yeah. the first. Well, that's the first thing I just said that he's made it up. So he's either made it up, right, right, or he's taken millions of dollars from uh, from companies that are worth billions of dollars that are raping the earth. But so, the, and given them what they wanted. Yeah. So either way, yeah, yeah. either way, who's who's hurt? Who's who, it's not? It's, it's a great story. It's a great it's, story. It's, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't dispute that. It's just, uh, it's a bit, uh, a bit disingenuous to come out with something. Like, I don't know. Claim you've made million dollars from finding. What is wrong? Know, right. What is wrong? What is wrong with mani- uh, yeah, with? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me finish. Yeah, go on. What is wrong? with coming out and manipulating the press with a little bit of theatre. <laughs> something that I oh, have... I've... Something that I'm quite familiar with. What is wrong with that? As long as no one I... gets hurt, as long as no one's life is ruined, as long as poor people aren't losing money, what's, what's the problem? It, make, it know, makes our lives to... a little bit better. It's theatre. Yeah, no, I... I, I... I really do have to agree with you. I worked for um, Mark Thomas for seven years, who was another great manipulator yep. of the press so yeah i have to i have to agree you're right yep. but i mean you know it's just, i'm just bringing it up i'm not making a big deal out of it i'm just, no, 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 <laughs> I'm, just no, no. I'm just saying these are some of the things that he has claimed or that's out there yeah. when all it comes right. together all right so hey listen man nice to talk to you i'm sorry for the loss of your dad but i'm i'm glad that you finally managed to give us a call and we'll speak again i'm sure thank you very much indeed oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand this is talk radio the radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. Uh, excited to say that the kids on the summer holidays who are phoning in pretending they're from America are back. Evening, kids. We'll come to you in a second. Let's go to Oliver first. Hey, Oliver. Hello. Hello. Hi, Ian. Hi, Kath. What you got Hi, for us, boss? Uh, Ian, with yeah. your farm... Yes. Would you consider making it vegan? Because I think you have to improve your like, image with animals. Um, can I still slaughter cattle? No. If I don't... No, no let me finish, let me finish. Okay. If I don't sell their flesh... For, okay, no. would... would um, <laughs> 
would a frudder, a frozen udder that you can suck on in this weather, would a frudder be considered? That would be vegan, wouldn't it? Is the cow still alive when it's... No, no, no. Well, the cow is still alive. You you kind of just cut the udder off and freeze it, and then you offer it as like a lolly to kids. A frudder. I don't think it works. What, why are you so against animals? I didn't hear about this punching a seagull. I don't. Know, I don't remember. That. I don't remember the punching a seagull. I never punched a seagull. I'm against owls because they attack me, and um, I, I'm yeah. against cows because they taste delicious. I've got a new theory of the owl. I don't know if you'll hate me after this, but oh, I'm not, not after this, you already, huh? <laughs> <laughs> after this, uh, yes. What? You know, um, what was the question about the having sex with animals? It was like if you had to have sex. If you with had an to have animal, sex with what? an animal, what would you? What, what would you have? It? What situation would lead to that? Okay, well I can what? think of loads. All right, so okay. you, you go home one day. Have you got kids? No. Have you got mum and dad? Yeah. All right, you go home. You you, you open the front door. You your mum and dad. You go around to mum and dad's house. You go in. Um, and they're tied up, they're tied up and they're gagged. Oh my god. And there are two masked men there, um, and they've got guns, um, pointing at your parents' genitals. And they say, unless you go and have sex with an animal, which we will be able to get because we have contacts in the farming and the, um, the zoo industries, we're gonna shoot your, we're gonna shoot your mum in her fanny. Yeah, but this, this I would totally have, I would totally have sex with an animal if it stopped my mum getting shot in, in down there. But that, would say, that wouldn't be an honest answer because I would say like a great, well, I, would, I would say like a, a blue whale or something like that. Bang! That she gets amazing. shot. There's one shot right in her what? in her genitals now. Now the gun's pointing at your answer. dad's genitals. But I gave an answer. Yeah, I you're giving a, a cocky answer, boy. Give me another answer. <laughs> Otherwise, your dad gets his dick blown off. What <laughs> animal are you gonna have sex um, with? Uh, uh, a raccoon. There you go. See, it's not that difficult a question. Yeah, but it'll take a ages to get It's not that difficult. No, no, no. You have said, you have said, Oliver, if you had to, you would have sex with a raccoon. You've said it, and that's fine. That answer's out there. That exists. That exists in the world now. Oh, no, everyone knows. Why do you hate animals so much, Oliver, that you want to have sex with a raccoon? (laughs) You sick, you sick deviant. They're tiny things. Well, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's bigger than a kitten. There we go. Okay. Well, we, we do, anything else? Uh, anything else? You um, hypocrite? You animal-hating hypocrite? Uh, no, I saw you. Thanks for calling I'm in, sorry, Oliver. <laughs> so you'd have sex with a raccoon? Why so coy to start with when you had I that know. in your mind, you sicko? Well, what, what situation would... The, okay, well, I've, I can think of... I can, that, was the, that was situation number one. I had, like, 15 more that got progressively worse. Wow. That, was the, that was the basic one. You're like Jigsaw. <laughs> I want to play a game. All right, let's take this call from the kids pretending to be from America. Good evening, kids. There we go. You got kids? Hello. Hello. You, we'll come back to you in a minute. It's not a great line. Or you could phone in from from a normal number and we could talk properly. I don't know. The choice is yours, guys. You got any stories, Catherine Boyle? Well, only one about um, other things getting bigger in this in the heat. I can't find the duck whistle anymore. <laughs> Stomach bloating can be caused by trapped air and water retention, but yeah, we know that the hot weather could also be to blame. The UK heat wave may trigger. The typing on this is awful, right? The typing. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll read it exactly as it's written. Please do. I, I want to hear about this S- typing. Stomach bloating <laughs> can be caused by trapped air and water retention, but the hate weather could also be to blame. The UK heat wave may trigger trigger trigger. Pa- trigger 
panful tummy swelling, claims nutritionist Dr Josh Axe, if indeed that is his name. As the body heats up, it loses water as you sweat to reduce your body temperature. Yeah. yeah standard. Yeah. However, if you don't drink enough to compensate for the loss of liquid, this can cause dehydration, which in turn can lead to stomach bloat. The more water you drink... By the way, stomach bloat, great band from the 70s. I know, terrific. Got their second album on vinyl. The, le- the more water you drink and the better you stay hydrated, the less bloating you're likely to deal with, said Dr. Axe. Dr. Axe! I'm Dr. Axe. I'm going to amputate your leg. Dehydration and electrolyte imbalances both halt digestion and make it hard to stay regular. Wow. How much water should you drink? Obvious question. The NHS recommends drinking eight glasses of water per day, but you'll need more during the heat wave. Nutritionist Alex Woods, in collaboration with Itsu, told Daily Star Online, hydration is a very personal bodily process and is dependent on an individual's health, diet, climate and physical demands. Boring, boring, boring. So when it's hot, drink water. Uh, Well, okay. Well, the mail has got um, suggestions on staying cool. Um, How to keep cool around the clock. So at 6am, go for a dip and water the plants. If you have to exercise in this sweltering heat, no one has to exercise in this sweltering heat. Early morning is best. Um, the sun rises at 5.15, so 6am is a good time to get active. Move your workout outside and try something gentle, such as yoga or swimming in an outdoor pool. Um, uh, Experts suggest wearing a cap, which makes your head sweat, thereby cooling it down, and carrying a towel soaked in cold water to spare your brow. 7am, get your moisturiser. Oh, this is a good one. Moisturiser straight from the fridge. Oh, yes. What? Moisturiser? Straight from the fridge. Ah, that sounds like an nice one, that does, lad. You should try it. You could use some of mine, bring some of mine in. It's not your usual shop. Oh, right, OK, round. yeah, I thought we were going there. Swap your usual cream from one for one containing al- aloe vera, a plant extract which contains 96% water. Uh, experts advise keeping it in the fridge. There's no scientific reason. <laughs> <laughs> when applying deodorant, resist the urge to spray on more than normal. Excessive use can block the sweat pores. But um, for a cooler deodorant, put it in the fridge. Is that where they're oh, going? That's nice, actually. Um, I don't know. Is that safe? You're um, not supposed to expose it to high temperatures. But... Deodorant gives us all cancer, yeah? That, I was thinking about this a lot the other day. I've been thinking a lot because I can't sleep. Deodorant gives us cancer. There was that rumour about five years ago. Because it's firing out... Um, I've got some deodorant with me because I was spinning all the anti The antiperspirant stuff was the one everyone was fussing about, wasn't it? it? it it's metal. You're firing out... It's like metal in it. Let's have a look at the ingredients of... Um, a pretty uh, standard... Uh, yeah, because I bought some hippie deodorant after that that scare. and um, And uh, I still had disco rings. Um, What's Cassie doing now? All right, well... Um, what was this? I don't care. I don't care. So these, let's have a look at the ingredients. Um, um, how do you find ingredients? Butane. So that's what pumps it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, Easy. Sugar. Uh, 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 oh gosh, I can't really read it. Cyclo. Pentasiloxane parfum. Um, oh, I don't. I can't understand any of this. 
Um, oh, and cancer. Okay, right. So that's it. That's actually one of the ingredients. Well, that explains it then. That really does explain it. Um, but it does. You're, you're, you're pumping metal and, and all kinds of shiz into to pores. Imagine, I imagine that skin there is quite thin. That means it gets in your body. I wonder. I wonder. I don't know this, and I'm literally just thinking out loud. And I hope anyone doesn't think I'm being offensive. Have, has anyone done a study into um, deodorant, antiperspirant, and, for example, um, breast cancer? Yeah, that was the thing. That wasn't was it? the thing, wasn't it? And what's the, the the lymph nodes? They're in the arm, aren't they? Because quite often, I don't know when my mum got breast cancer, that she also got it in her lymph nodes. They're quite often connected. And I wonder if there is any correlation between the two. It does seem weird. Well, here's this is what cancer.gov says. Yes. Um, only a few studies have investigated a possible relationship between breast cancer and... Hang on, I'll let me just read that first before I go to that. Um, breast cancer and underarm antiperspirants or deodorants. One study published in 2002 didn't show any increase in risk for breast cancer among women who reported using an underarm antiperspirant or deodorant. So. Okay. Well, in that case... But then, there haven't been that many studies. Okay, well, in that case, I stand by um, my statement, but, but, but also back away from it quite dramatically. It's probably best. Um, other ways to keep cool. 7.30, get dressed in lightweight layers. Skimpy clothes tend to be tighter, which traps moisture. Natural fibres such as cotton and linen are better than artificial ones. 8am, make time for breakfast. When we're hot, the brain tricks the body into thinking we're not hungry, which is why people eat less in summer. The hypothalamus, the part of the brain which controls bodily functions, focuses on temperature rather than appetite. That's boring. 8.30, close the curtains. 9, walk to the office. 11, swap coffee for herbal tea. Get stuffed! No one is stopping me having my coffee! 12, chill the pulse points, man. To stop the midday heat from going to your head, try running your wrists under a cold tap for five seconds and repeating every couple of hours. These are boring. 1.30, switch your sandwich for salad. 2pm, make an ice fan for the office. Basic fans are no good in searing heat. All they do is circulate warm air around a war room. That's incorrect. If you've got a fan blasting off in your face, it cools you down. I don't mean that like in a fan of the show or anything. I don't mean like I don't mean like uh, I don't mean like you, Gatford. Yeah. Okay. Um, instead, make an ice fan by positioning a shallow bowl of iced water in front of a tabletop fan and enjoy a cooling mist as it picks up cold water particles. You can also try turning your fan round the other way. Angling it towards an open window pushes hot air out rather than blowing it in your face. 3pm, squeeze in a siesta. Oh yeah, that's practical for people with jobs. Um, fill a paddling pool for pets. Ref- refresh your eyes with a cute... Ah, oh, you're all dickheads. Let's go to the bar. I'm angry. Let's go to the bar. <laughs> Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. By the way, uh, it's got to be said, I know they pay our wages, but the um, uh, character assassination of uh, Katie Price in The Sun today is outrageous. 
outrageous. Have it blasting her for doing obviously post photographs. Guys, you you've been working with her on that plan for the last twenty years. So don't suddenly call her out for it. There is a disgusting. I I read bits of it and I looked at the headlines and the photo captions. There's a disgusting two page assassination of that woman. Um, who the son have made a fortune off her and she's made a fortune off them and now they're going, do you know what, we're not playing anymore. In fact, we're going to point our finger and laugh at you. It is disgusting. Shame on those scumbags that wrote that. Let's go to Gary. Good evening, Gatford. Evening, uh, boss and bossette. What have you got? Um, did you get the text in the Daily Star today about Katie Puckridge? No, mate, because we did it about half past twelve last night. Ah. Oh. Do you not know how papers are made? No. Thanks very much for calling. <laughs> Uh, that will probably be in a little bit, um, I, if it goes in, it'll be in tomorrow. Hello, David. Hello, hello. Sorry, I was on hold forever. Um, deodorants. Yes. Um, the best one is by Carl. Turn your radio off, please. Turn your radio off. Oh. Hang on, turned it off. Yeah. Right. Yes. Hello, hello. Yeah, the, the best deodorant is by Carbon Soda. Um, who's carbonate of soda? No, bicarbonate of soda. I don't know who ca- I don't know who carbonate of soda are. Are they? A co- what, is this a company? No, 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 no. It's something you use in baking and cooking. And use oh, bicarbonate of soda. I'm so sorry, I misunderstood. All right. Well, how are you going to use that as a deodorant? Um. Well, what it does is it stops yeah, a, a very eminent doctor told me many years ago, and I've used it since, and use it as a powder, and you put it in your armpits, and it stops the uh, bacteria smelling. But does it, it do you not get like, do you not get like, um, bread rolls appearing under there or something? No, 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 try it. But apparently it works better for women because they shave. (laughs) Okay, but so I can try it on my balls then? Well, you could, but um, but, it, but it, it definitely works. All right. Uh, do you know what? I might... It doesn't work. You'll still get a lovely rise on them. <laughs> do you know what, David? So do you do that, then? Yes, I do, and I've oh. tried it for years after the very eminent doc told me, because I didn't believe him, because it doesn't... Do you contain, uh, or most antiperspirants contain aluminium. This, this is aluminium. I knew there was a kind of metal in there. David, nice one, man. Thank you very much indeed. I got a cab to a hotel last night, because I was doing some filming. And it was lovely because the windows were open, it was hot, the roads were empty. And I got in there and suddenly I was transported. But there's a memory. Here's the thing, right? Because I've gone off a couple of tangents. There's a memory that's, that's trying to get out of my head, okay? And it's been trying to get out of my head for the last couple of years. And it's a memory from one of two. Uh, th- when I was a kid, I certainly went to um, Butlins, I think, in Bognor Regis. I either went there once or I went twice to a holiday camp. I don't know. I don't remember very much about it. I remember bits of it. I remember getting told off for heckling the magician. I remember, <laughs> I remember um, arguing with a rough kid that was going to smash a mouse's head in with a brick. Gosh. I remember being late for the treasure hunt, and I remember the embarrassment of going. My granddad was there and going on the trampoline and having to empty out my pockets, and there were loads of people watching, so I just bounced on it twice and I got off. I remember all of this, right? But there's something trying to get out, and I know this because I keep over the last, it's last two or three, four years. I keep just catching a glimpse of things at a certain angle 
and I'm reminded of this holiday. It may have been two holidays. I don't quite know. And I'm just, and I just, it just reveals like, like a half a second more. I don't know if anything traumatic happened. It may have been something traumatic. I blacked out, or it may be nothing. Mm. But my brain is trying to just, just find it. Like there are some houses near where I live in Slough, some flats. And if I go past them and just glance them at the right angle, suddenly I'm, I'm in this sort of chalet complex. And last night, looking out of the window. There was some, there was something in the car that took me back to this place, and I'm thinking, what is it? There's something in this car. Then I realised it was a smell, right? Then I realised it was the smell of the driver, and it was an unpleasant smell. What it was? He smelled of a bar of soap, right? A bar of soap, because no one uses bars of soap anymore. It's all the hand gel. Well, it. No one uses a bar of soap. And once I realised what it was, it kind of took me back to that holiday camp again, and then youth a bit. And then I just wallowed in this smell of this fresh, clean-smelling gentleman who smelled of soap, a bar of soap. And I thought, man, when I get my house, I'm having bars of soap in, in, the, in the bathrooms because it was such a wonderful, pure smell. It was incredible. I loved it. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. You know mean. the difference. Yeah, definitely. Because, and when you say bar of soap, I think of being a kid and my dad washing my face with a bar of soap and a flannel, yeah. right? Don't do that anymore, do no. we? It's all flipping wipes and, um, you know, liquid hand, you know, liquid hand wash and stuff. Yeah. You don't get a bar of soap in, because that was the thing. When I first moved into my first flat, I remember buying a soap dish. Yeah. And it was like, oh, this thing is always like, like, got crappy, you yeah. know, um, residue in the bottom of it and this soap always goes sort of crap it's only one person using the soap when we were kids it, you know you'd use a bar of soap yeah. a week i am going to treat myself to a four pack of imperial leather i was going to say the imperial poshest, leather was a posh do you remember the do you remember the advert for imperial leather yes. and it was like a weird family in the slightly back, incestuous in space one was in space one was on a luxury orient express type train but there was always a kind of there'd be like a yeah and and this little compartment would come yeah. out of this imperial leather I was, it was a really nice smell yeah. And um, I enjoyed that. We got a couple of calls. Should we take a couple of calls? Have you got something you want to do? Or no, go we... on. All right, let's go to Daniel first. Good evening, Daniel. Uh, good evening. Hey, man, what can we do for you? Um, so I, I was um, watching on YouTube and I thought I'd give it a call. You're not Daniel we were speaking to earlier, are you? Um, no, but he, he was the one who sent me. Okay. Oh, wow. I'm dumb... playing Fortnite with him right now. Shut the front door, are you? Yep. Come on, man. It's it's nine minutes to one. You shouldn't be playing Fortnite. You should still be out drinking hooch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Um, uh, uh, are you any good at Fortnite? What? Sorry. Are you any good at Fortnite? Yep. How many games have you, How many games have you won? Um, two thousand. Shut up, man. You're just making that up now. Nope. I don't believe you for a second. Anyway, listen, thanks for calling. We've got to move on. Let's go to um, Ben. Good evening, Ben. Hello, Ian. I heard you um, talking about breast cancer. Yes. And any perspirants or whatever. Yeah, hang on hang on one second. This isn't the guy that was rude to you, was it? No. no okay, sorry, Ben. I thought I was thinking... Uh, you sounded like someone else. Yeah, go on, man. No, um, my dad got prostate cancer years ago. W- w- where was he spraying the deodorant? No, 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 mate. Dairy products. No, we're not. We're not cows. We shouldn't be drinking that stuff. When well, no, well, ca- well, okay, cancer. yeah, but but ev- but every you know every man gets prostate cancer at some point if they live long enough. Every man gets prostate cancer. Well, not if you go to areas 
on the planet that don't have no. dairy in their diet. If you go to areas like like Japan's got double the population of Britain, yeah. yet they've got literally, I mean, I don't know how many cases of breast, uh, prostate cancer and breast cancer. I mean, put it this way. America, Google prostate right. cancer in Japan, please. I know they don't have much dairy over there and buying cheese is a nightmare. But they could, they, they could yeah. be, but, 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 no, um, it, it, well, every 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 man will get prostate cancer. Yeah, but what? No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get, you get, you get. Yeah, you get an old guy who's in his eighties and he dies of something. You go and examine his prostate. He'll have a little bit of cancer in there. Oh man! Oh, well, all that's, tr- that's all true. I know is you've got all I know is if you go areas on the planet where they don't have. Well, hang on a know, minute. Catherine Boyle is is Catherine Boyle is researching that. As we speak. Yeah, there's something here. Prostate.net. Well, okay. Let's find a website that's not... We are not cows. Shut up. I know we're not cows, man, but you're a tit. Why do we drink that stuff? I don't... Well, because it tastes so good! Yeah, but you wouldn't be able to sell goat's milk without... I mean, they have to write goat's milk on it. So why don't they say cows... Milk. Because, well, because we the all assume... Cow. No, because that's a stupid thing to say, because we all it's assume... Not, I, think, I think it's all about the farmers and the land. Oh, don't be such and... a... No, don't talk conspiracy right, theory. Right. No, but listen, Ben, right. we don't put cow's milk because, well, first yeah. of all, a lot of milk has a picture of a cow on it, but we as a species assume that milk we are buying is from cows. Goat's milk is labelled because that's the unusual milk. Well, a lot of kids these days in schools, apparently they did a survey, these young kids in primary school, they didn't even know that chips were made from potato. What's that got to do with cows? I just that we are the only species on the planet that consumes another cat, another... Um, so what? It, tastes, it tastes delicious. Yeah, You're talking about potatoes. Who started it? Who, who started it? I don't know, a pervert, farmers, but he got lucky. Wealthy landowners gave the milk to the the, the peasant labourers on the land. Oh, Ben, you're talking milk. nonsense, man. I'm not talking milk, nonsense. Milk, milk, is, not, milk is not milk is not a conspiracy. You, it's not. Would you consume pig, pig's milk? That's yeah, sure, why not? I c- I've consumed uh, m- uh, cat's would milk. You put your, would you put your ex-wife's whatever, breast uh, milk Oh, why is that, that, but why is that, why has my well, ex-wife's breast got to do with it, you absolute tit? Well, she's hu- No, I'm saying, mate, she's human. Well, don't, well, don't bring, why are you bringing her into it, you idiot? Because she's a female, I'm just saying. Well, why don't you bring another female in, you idiot? You're talking rubbish. Well, think, all right. Thanks, well, for, thanks for your call, man, I appreciate it. Thank you. Night. Um, that, that, that line of argument, yeah. I found loads of websites all spouting the same thing, and they're all kind of... Go natural, go natural yeah. remedies, you know, for cancer treatments and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I, ha- I can't find Duh. anything academic. I don't even know what he said about my ex-wife. I just, what were you thinking to bring up? But to compl- claim that, that cow's milk is a conspiracy theory brought about by wealthy landowners. <laughs> <laughs> what, to keep our lives short? I love a bit of cheese and milk. I'm not going to You know who had prostate that? cancer, though? Who? Emperor of Japan. It's true. Which one? Hirohito? Yes. The fella just How he in. avoided being tried as a war criminal, the world will never know. The fella just called in and said, you don't I get prostate cancer. You got it. I heard it in Japan, yeah. 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 You heard it in Japan? Wow, you've got Sorry. it quick. <laughs> How are you doing, poor Ross? I'm oh, not too bad. Did you get to sleep last night? Uh, not so much. I, I tried, but it's just, it's just it's like... It's just not happening, is it, I man? went in the kitchen, turned the oven on full, opened the door and had a cool down. <laughs> it's been that hot. We've got another, at least another week of this. I've just seen the front page of today's papers. Yeah. They're talking about 37 degrees Celsius. We spoke to people in Japan uh, last night. They had 41.1, oh, the hottest it's ever there. been in yeah. Tokyo. And they had 30,000 cases of people collapsing with heat stroke yeah, in one yeah. day. That, I mean, this, and that horrific thing that's happened in Greece. I've got family in Greece. I had a, one of the, oh, the Greek cousins oh. was, was in that area where that thing happened that day yeah. and got out earlier on. But, 
got you know oh it's awful man and but they all jumped in the sea and the, but the temperature was something like 600 degrees at the fire yeah. so they're, they're burning yeah. in the sea and also that means you suffer anyway that's not it's horrendous it. man it's horrendous awful. anyway on the show tonight one big story i want to talk to people about the cannibal galaxy that devoured the milky way sibling and we found it and we've got the details on that tonight You're it absorbed it, it absorbed trial. and drained the energy from a whole galaxy wow andromeda it's coming our way i made that last bit up <laughs> Mate, you could terrify so many people with that stuff. It's absolutely... The great stuff about this is there's a guy who'll come on who'd be very dispassionate. Yeah. He's analysed it. He's spent his life doing it. Not worried at all about it. That's what I love about these boffins. Are we right. also talking about the strange thing that's happening? You know Donald Trump doesn't really agree with climate change, although we're yeah. living through it. A remarkable story, and I'm not going to be able to sell this in the time we've got, but about barnacle geese and what they're going through because of climate change. Wow. They used to fly 3,000 kilometres, yeah. okay, to nest and to lay their eggs. When the females arrive, they have to sit on those eggs for three weeks, okay, so they like to build up their stocks and they've got food on the way. Now they're having to do it in one hit. They don't stop and feed at night. So the chicks, and, that, and what's happening though, in our lifetime, in the last 30 years, the way they migrate has evolved. It's astonishing how quickly oh. nature reacts. So cannibal galaxies and barnable geese, you don't get that elsewhere, despite Steve Allen's 4am spike. Basically, what you're saying is we're all doomed. It's Tonight's <laughs> show is, is... And you just told is... me that I'm going to die with, not of prostate cancer. No, Cheers, mate. All, all men get it. It's Cheers, mate. All, all, all I'm closer to 80 than you are. Cheers, pal. <laughs> and your notion, if, you look, if an old bloke of 80 dies and you look at his prostate, why would you? What kind of weird autopsy are you going through in your head? This? this is the thing. All men get it because your body's rotting. It's your body rotting. Catherine, back me up. I'm a bit worried about mine, to be honest. Let me have a look. No. <laughs> right. I'm sticking with the cannibal galaxy. Uh, dear listener, thank you very much. Stick around for Paul Ross. Thank you very much, Catherine. Thank you, Sam. Thank you to most of the calls. I'm sorry, Andre. We didn't have time for you tonight. Oh, mate. Don't worry. See you tomorrow. Well, that was very politely taken, wasn't it? What a nice guy. We'll be back tonight at 10. Until then, from us, ta-ta.